This, this is the Cigar Authority. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. The authority on everything cigar. Respect my authority. Who got the lighter? In and out of the cigar industry with your hosts, David Garofalo. I'm here from downtown. I'm here from Mitch and Murray. And I'm here on a mission of mercy. Mr. Jonathan. He's confident, smart, witty, dynamic, a monster. And Chuck Morrison. This is a hard job. So I was working at McDonald's. It's time to light him up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. It's the Catalina f- Wine Mixer. It's about to get all stupid up in here. Light him up, light him up, light him up, everybody. November 23rd, 2013. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. And this week, it is turkey bowling. Yeah. Smoke turkey, if you will. And we have chosen the most perfect cigar rep in the industry to be with us. Not only to join us, but he will take over the seat. For Mr. Jonathan, you know. for at least this show. You never know. Making Mr. Jonathan the turkey for today's show. He's suspect. Because he is. Because today, uh, like we do each year, we throw frozen turkeys through a cigar shop to win prizes, including frozen turkeys and all the fixings. And with us, from my father's cigars, now the co-host, Jeremy Sewers. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. How are you today, David? Very good. Very good. 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 You're going to give me the cue when I have to there read this There we go. You're ready. You're ready. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only syndicated radio show in the U.S. and perhaps the world that is always broadcast on location. This week, Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking, we insist on it. Okay? Catch us syndicated on any of the radio stations currently picking us up on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, or you can always tune in at thecigarauthority.com. Watch us live or catch the podcast on demand or simply find us on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Okay, nice so this job. is, a, this Thank is you a, very much. You got yeah, to you got bring the heat on. today. I told you. There you go. So uh, what we got going on uh, this week uh, in the cigar shop at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, we've, we've done this for the past maybe four or five years, is turkey bowling. For those that don't understand what it is and those that are watching on the video cast of what's happening here, the streaming video, you'll see uh, Jeremy Sewer is actually sitting in the hot seat. Uh, for lack of better word. They're coming in hot. Yeah. The birds, the wings, <laughs> drumsticks. When somebody makes the right purchase here at Two Guys, uh, somebody gets a frozen turkey. They roll it uh, or throw it or whatever they do through the store and try to knock over these candle pins. For those that are uh, in the New England area, candle yeah. pins are... Um, not like the normal pins that they no, have in no. the rest of the country, right? It's They're the peewee ones. shaped like a candle or, in this case, shaped like a cigar. Well, they, they used to call them duck pins when I was a kid. Duck pins. Duck bowling. pins, right. Where'd that come from? Which is the ones that were shaped kind of like, like ducks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Jeremy's uh, right in line. Of oh, guys, is it time go. we got a shooter? Go ahead. Oh yeah, no, please, by all means, if we got a shooter, get him up here, batter right. up. You're gonna have to move that chair. Yeah, I gotta get that chair out of the get way. The chair, so they end up doing Look it. it. This is gonna be interrupted uh, as the show is going on. We yeah. will, we will get interrupted for periodic some. interruptions are okay. Somebody's Somebody. gonna video. Go ahead, right now for America. All right, here it comes. Here are it you comes. Sure, are you really got, gonna shoot the ladies' tees? Oh, and there whoa. we go. And there's Shoot a strike. And there's another turkey going. Going to go through Damn. 100 turkeys today. I'm ready. And uh, maybe uh, one or two uh, that are here right in the store. So I know a few we'll turkeys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're surrounded by turkeys. So uh, we have a My Father Cigar event, My Father Cigars, out of Nicaragua, Don Papin Cigars. You're the... Yes, you're the um, 
what are you, the... Regional uh, sales manager for the New England region. Okay. Yeah. And uh, some of the brands uh, include the Cigar of the Year, according to Cigar Aficionado Magazine, yep. Flor de las Antillas. The Flor de las Antillas, the flower of the Antilles Islands. This is the first yeah. cigar we're going to smoke today, and okay. Cigar Aficionado said it was the best of last year. The Land best. slide victory. So uh, I'll, I'll give you one, Mr. Well, thank you very much. And uh, one for Chuck Morrison, who's hey. with us, back yeah. with us this week, Chuck Morrison. Made it. Welcome Made back, it. Chuck. Thanks. Uh, so this has a footband on it, which uh, those that uh, ever get the cigar, the most important thing is to take this piece of ribbon off. Do not try to smoke this. It right. does not add to the experience, No, by the it way. doesn't. It actually will hurt the experience. Mm-hmm. But it's time to cut our cigar right now. And the official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered their prices. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. So I'm going to cut my cigar, and I'm going to cut above the uh, little little cap. In this yes. case, a triple cap. Correct. Right? That's what they do here. All of our cigars have a triple seam cap. You'll notice that with my nail, I've removed my cap. I really don't have need for a cutter because these cigars are constructed properly. Yeah. I just run a circle around with my nail and... Yeah. Pops right off. You're a professional, but uh, as, as a retailer, yeah. as a retailer, I'm going to sell cutters. And yeah, uh, no, but oh, yeah, no. Let's keep using my fault. Yeah, you definitely need cutters. If only I could do this. Yeah. You, you see the guys in the uh, in the factories in Nicaragua um, that they do. They mm. they can pinch it with their finger and they can make a perfect yeah. cut. Uh, they're pros. They're pros. But by the way, that cut is probably like two weeks' pay to them too. So right. I'm sure they'd love to have one. You know sure. what I mean? But just the same. So uh, I'm going to toast my cigar up. I'm going to use the vertical cyclone. This is the uh, lighter that uh, Chuck has put through the washer <laughs> and dryer. Correct. Yeah. And it continues to fire up each time. This is nine dollars and ninety nine cents. What a value! It's unbelievable for that kind of money. It sure Some is. people say, uh, you know what, I'm going to use matches, and we, we show them this yeah. $9.99 lighter, and they say, oh, throw one of those in yeah, uh, because they, they're afraid they're going to lose it. Yeah, no. Uh, that's the whole thing. I mean, a lot of these um, lighters go very well. They work fine, but the problem is you lose them, and you actually lose a friend at $100, yeah. you know. Um, like an expensive pair of sunglasses that get left behind. You're yeah, bummed yeah. out, you know. So 10 bucks. I'll tell you, know. it's a triple jet. It's got a big tank. It works good. And, uh, and you'd I'm, be surprised with a factory. Who else is having lighters made in the same factory? Oh, These yeah. guys are on the rise. Believe me when I tell oh, you. Oh, yeah. Big, big you stuff. You see them out there here. because you go to all the, all the different cigar stores in New England. Yeah. You do New York? You got, I you, do not have to do New York. No, okay. I mean, but I'll cover the guy up there once in a while and hang okay. out, and lots of great cigar smokers there. Sure. So, uh, Flor de las Antillas, mm-hmm. Cigar Aficionado said last year, um, towards the end of the year, or very beginning of the year, uh, that this was the best cigar of all cigars they had smoked, which was hundreds and hundreds of cigars they went through. Many. And they, they chipped away, and they finally came up with uh, with this cigar to win. Yes. And I understand that you, you had it called all the way. Uh so before we begin the show, yeah, let me just say that obviously, America, Radio Land, I work for the Garcia family. Yes, Jose Pepin Garcia, his son Jaime Garcia, Yanni Garcia, the best boss ever. She's the best, La Duena, in fact, is right. Her. But I uh, obviously was a super fan of the man for a long time before I worked for them. Yeah. And everything that we do is a company. The tagline or what it said on the event posters was the art, tradition, and style of Cuba. So when this cigar came out, in fact, the name, Flor de las Antillas, means the flower of the Antilles Islands. Okay. The jewel, if you will, which is Cuba. So this was very dear to them. 
into their heart and his country and good sense of pride. But we were talking yesterday about the rankings, if you will. Yes. And the coincidences in rankings sometimes. Yeah. And maybe somebody's palate is geared specifically toward And, again, it's pretty transparent, by the way, in your contender pack because two of them are made from this guy. One is from the year. It's um, people like what they like is what I'm trying to say. And when I saw, because they release, obviously, 10 through 7, yeah. 7 through 5, then they go down. There's number two. They, they really make you wait. But I talked to my boss, and... When we weren't the number three and two cigar, there were still other a couple you know hitters that were not mentioned yet. But I said, you know what, Jose, we got it. I guarantee you, we have it. Watch, wait and see. Because they don't show you ten and above. No, so no, no. So you no, could no. end up as number eleven, you be, or yeah, you could be 11 number to one. Yeah. or number one. That's yeah. the thrill of it all, I guess. But I knew that in my heart, this was the better of the remaining offerings, if you will, for sure. And not just because I work for them. I've been smoking cigars since about 1992. So I knew for many, every time you light one, it's not a coincidence. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I got it wrong. Of the stuff that came out there, I thought it was La Duena. We had it in the, as a contender last, last year. year. We're going to smoke it in the next hour, um, which is going to be interesting because we're going to smoke this cigar and I'm going to smoke that cigar right after. Because there, there was two great cigars that came out of the same man. man I, thought, I thought this was the one for sure. Well, that cigar here... This is about 88% Connecticut USA Broadleaf. So Broadleaf wrapper, Broadleaf fillers. One of the two binders is Broadleaf. There's little Nicaraguan tobacco in there. That's primarily Connecticut USA tobacco. So it's got a very, I mean, it's a very good sweet flavor to it as well, but just a dynamic, complex smoke. I love what it tastes I'm like. I'm more, uh, out of anything, again, the Flower of the Antilles Islands, Floyd Tias. I'm very happy about this, obviously. It's been a great year for us. We're very proud. Thank you, America. Thank you, Radio Lands. We're very amazed at, at what this cigar has done for them. But I was very pleased with the uh, La Duena cigar because, really, it was the first time that the daughter, Yanni, who's my boss, was in the public eye. You know, It was a cigar created in her honor. We got another shooter here. We got another shooter. Hey, shoot is here. All right. <laughs> yep. have to get up. Here. No, I can talk. We got, You're going to move that chair, too? Yeah, I'll move that chair, too. Why not? I'm good. Yeah, that's it. We, we, but it was really um, a cigar created for her. And a lot of times people, you know, when they think of this company, they think like, all right, well, Pepin and Jaime, they're like, you know, on the Jedi Council and Yoda and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Be careful. You're going to yep. lose a leg there. Hey. Go for it. All right. There's a 20-pound frozen wow, turkey. He's way back there, too. He yeah. is. He's shooting from what? The uh, He's shooting from court. the way. Yeah. yeah. He's taking like a half-court shot. He wants We're not giving away a Kia. He thinks he's like, hey, <laughs> take it easy, pal. Get a little closer. He's going to start from the other room. Here it yeah. comes. That's up. Oh, that's down. a winner. Oh. He's got. Oh, Jeremy helps out a little bit. Is the assist. A guy. Is, is a no-look pass. <laughs> take it down to Chinatown. You I didn't win. see a thing. You didn't we see have, it. We have another winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, or well, turkey dinner turkey. in case. Yeah, in this case. <laughs> in this case, it's a turkey dinner. And smoked turkey. Hey, by the way, speaking of turkey dinners, did you make mention? I don't think we've mentioned this yet to Radio Land. If somebody were, in fact, to come in and buy one of these boxes today, not Any, only anything that you guys Anything make. that I make. It's yeah. crazy. It's pandemonium. Yeah. But the Cigar of the Year, reigning cigar aficionado, 96-point rated. I think the box is 131.99. Not only can they win an 18-pound bird, they win the pan. With the stuffing, the gravy, the roasted pan, the wood, the pie filling, the yeah, everything you need, everything. all the trimmings. Everything. What's better with, than that? With a couple of candles to go along with it so oh. it can be romantic and everything. Yeah, I mean, you got that's the whole outstanding. Thing. So you come in, you buy your favorite box of cigars, and at the same time, you have the entire turkey dinner for about four or five people. How stoked would your wife be? Yeah. The whole you know? Thanksgiving kit, you that's show up it. with that, you take all the pressure right off her. Let me tell you. 
So we, we try to do things a little different around here. It's fun. We've been doing this, I think, five years. I think it's a great tradition. It. And then people uh, are asking as it gets closer to Thanksgiving, hey, you guys going to do the turkey bowling? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know we are. So we'll get we'll get through about 100 turkeys in uh, the next couple of days. I can think about, about 100 turkeys. I'd like to bowl right down this mm. lane head first. Absolutely. <laughs> and, yeah. and later on, we're going to go through that. We're going to talk about some uh, turkey cigar brands. brands Ooh, that, oh, there were turkeys over the year. It's going uh, to yeah. leave a little mark anyway. Yeah, speaking speaking of turkeys, Mr. Jonathan, not <laughs> with us today at the show. Uh, he was last week, and he missed the week before. So we got a patent going on. It's not a it's not a good patent, but we have the man filling in, and you don't live that far away. I mean, um, well, I'll tell you, they were all uh, driving pretty slow on the way over here today. <laughs> yeah, it felt like I was driving from you know Connecticut, but yeah, I live in right up the road in Dover, New Hampshire. There we go. So yeah. uh, look out, Mr. Jonathan. I know he's, he's listening in as he's driving. I'm Watch on the seacoast. He's on the chat box. He's he is the chat box. He can't box. wait. He's well, on. just let him know if he's listening that he's very he's, comfortable in the seat and he's and not shy about it. And, and I got quick wit and, and great yeah. musical references and all that stuff, but Mr. Jonathan, no turkey yesterday when he displayed his sales chops. I got to tell you, the kid's really coming along here. Yeah. The apprenticeship under Dave Garofalo is starting to show that it's bearing a lot of fruit. Okay. He displayed a little sales technique yesterday. I was like, you know. Good job, kid. Yeah? Yeah, I'm he's proud tra- of him. He's trying to teach the uh, seasoned veteran a he little something. He made me a little proud. Oh, I gotta tell wow. you, he's a little, little, little tear in his eye I over there. I choked up. Yeah. <laughs> that's a 50-count box he sold. That's like two boxes in one shot. I was like, you know what? Go get him. All right. Yeah, All right. He's got it going on. Yeah. So, uh, Fleur de Lesson, tell us what's special about the cigar. Why do you think it's the cigar of the year? I mean, what was it that did it about this? It's, it's not overpowering? No. Number one, people would say, you know, this is really um, kind of outside of your profile, if you will, because we make bold and rich. Not all cigars that we make are pepper-laden, but there's a pepper note in the beginning, a little bit, of, you know, um, an upfront boldness, if you will. Yeah. This cigar is a little more mild than that, but really the thing that I love the most is that this was like a lifetime project for them. This was something that was so dear to his heart, and, and it reflected – their journey and their pilgrimage, and there were so many, you know, the thing that makes these guys non-Turkeys, if you will, yeah. is that this company is a family-owned and operated oh, company. Oh, yeah, completely. This is not a shareholder's dividends, bottom line type of deal. Oh, that's good enough. We'll use that material. Like, I'll give you an example. When we went on one of the retailer trips and uh, this cigar hadn't been ready yet, there were guys that were smoking this that were like, okay, well, I would like to buy five boxes of this right now, immediately. Can we, all, can we buy them all now? See, now you're talking about, for the store owner, these customers wanted to buy like 35 or 40 boxes. And, you know, Pepin was like, hey, you know, I really appreciate that, and thank you very much. But, see, when you make the cigar of the year, and, uh, or when you're getting this ready, the tobacco's already long since been grown, fermentation process, sure, that's been worked agent. out years ago. But getting all of the artwork ready, the box trimmings, the papers that go inside – that is something that you can't control because that's the only thing that we don't do, right? Right. We're vertically integrated aside from bands and stickers. But he said to these customers, he goes, you know, you wouldn't send your daughter to the prom without the proper prom dress or the right shoes or the right, you know what I mean? You have to display these. So even though these are like my babies here, so I got to make sure that they go to the market looking the right way. Which first was, impression, right? First impression matters everything. So every component of what it is from seat to cellophane Execution-wise, literally, this isn't a guy that sits back and, like, you know, like twirls his mustache like the Monopoly man here. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? This is a guy that's hands oh. right in, in everything. He's got hands in all of it. Sure. I mean, his kid, he'll be, you know, uh, 
I can't even begin to I'll take the whole radio show up telling you. You know, it's, it's really amazing. So I had a real strong feeling. And not only that, if you look at our offerings from Jaime Garcia, Florida Las Antillas, La Duena, the newest Centurion, I mean, you go down the list, the Jaime Connecticut, all of these cigars are basically under $10. And you're talking about stuff that's getting 96-point ratings. In fact, the reigning cigar of the year in Cigar Aficionado Magazine in the state of New Hampshire is $7.50. Wow. So, really, when we talk about what people consider to be hot or what's important, because, like, my father and Le Beijou, that's our premium, you know, high-end line. Those are still only $12 and $13. But this, at that price, is really an amazing thing. And a lot of times you're finding in this day and age that value is important to people. Oh, of course. So with this cigar, for what you're getting, given that price point, it's just a perfect storm. Given the backstory, given the lineage, given everything about it, about, forget it. I don't think I don't, Cigar Aficionado considers price at all. No, they I think don't. It won, I think, you know, you'll see a cigar at $26 that wins the Cigar of the Year, and you, and you see a cigar right. at $7 that wins Cigar of the Year. So they're not saying uh, value. No, that, they're saying despite... You know, yes. we, we were looking in this cigar aficionado that was there. I mean, you have a uh, tie with a Robusto or something was a $20 Cuban right. along with a $6 um, blue label. Blue, yeah. Yeah, right. So, uh, obviously, price w- didn't have a factor to it. Sure. Uh, so, it's pretty amazing that can you get a $7 cigar that outperforms a $20 Correct. cigar? Yes. Wow. And that's a testament to the man's skill. And, and by the way, um, you know, because you mentioned somebody else. Or we priced it wrong. It should have went 20 bucks. Or, or <laughs> that. You don't tell him. Don't let him no. hear that. That's a retraction. Yeah. yeah. Right. Sorry. He didn't mean to say that. No, but um, honestly. You, you could get more for this. You, oh, by all means. Yes. That could be 11 or $12 yeah, for yeah. sure. You know what I mean? But, again, I just think that, um, you know, when I first went to the factory, I was a retailer like you. The yeah. very first trip that I went on. And we had, like, basically one farm. They were pretty much, uh, I don't want to say like hand-to-mouth, but they were buying some tobacco. They weren't. This point now, when you fast-forward the tape, I've been with them. April will be four years as a rep and a, with the company buying and supporting their products since 07. Anyhow, um, you've seen the growth. More fields. They, they don't call them acres in Nicaragua. They call them manzanas. That's how they measure the land quantity. So there's so many manzanas. There's so many parcels of land. The last time I went on the trip. Is it was the same in, as an acre? Uh, Same it's, it's size? Like one, I think it's like 1.35 acres or okay. something like that. So, But then this, nonetheless, when we went on the trip, I was there in January for the sales meeting. I went back with a group of retailers in the month of March. There were another five new farms. This guy is like wants to be the biggest grower of tobacco in all of Nicaragua. Without the right ingredients, you have nothing. And you know what his attitude is? Is that if I have tobacco, no matter what, if I have tobacco, I have control of my own destiny. And what he's doing... See, unlike these other guys that don't even own factories that take pictures in fields with, like, their suit on and they, like, you know, Panerai watch and stuff or whatever, that's not really this guy's deal. His deal is more like if I have all this tobacco and my infrastructure is so sound, my children and their children are going to be set for yeah, life. Yeah. And that's what keeps him moving. That's sure. what keeps his heart warm. That's what keeps somebody, uh, you know, there's a saying, like, you, you don't step on the tail of the wrong tiger. At one point, you know, somebody did something, I guess, to maybe offend this guy, and he was like, you know what, I'm going to show this whole industry what I'm about. Because back in Cuba, way back when, you know, he still holds the records. And, you know, the story of Pepin Garcia, you know, because I, I made mention, I referenced La Roloba for a value cigar for one of the customers here. And when he was, like, nine years old, La Roloba is a factory that his uncle owned a piece of that brand, and he was the factory manager. Yeah. Well, they live in Villa Clara, Baez, Cuba. 
he basically goes to work at a young age, devaining tobacco, sweep, learning the craft, though. Every bit then, of it. Every wow. bit of it from the ground up, literally. Yeah. So by the time he's 18 years old, he's one of the top seven rollers in Cuba. So much so to the fact that, like, any time somebody on the other part of the country was like, oh, that guy, oh, please. He would just basically say, like, all right, do you want me to go there? Do you want to come here? What do you want to do? And in, I think, 1973 or 77, the photo is right in our factory. He, there's a picture of him rolling, I think, 372 Monte Cristo number twos in a four-hour span. But I'm talking every not just putting the wrappers on from Bonchero to yeah. the finished product. That record still stands today. No kidding. Nobody could tell. You've seen him rolling your store. Yeah. you got a signed table from him. I yeah. mean, it's that's basically, I also, first time I went as a retailer, won the rolling contest. Really? I, yeah, I outperformed all of them. All right. So you can One guy it. brags the whole time. Well, I'm not great at it, but at that time I practiced a lot because we had rollers with us, so I was always doing it. And uh, one guy from Cuba. He's in Miami. He owns a store. He was like, oh, these gringos this, these gringos that. And he was practicing with the girls for like four hours up in the front. At the end of the contest, you know, uh, on the, you know you've been in many factories. Yeah. The color sorting tables are either black or white. And the women do the color sorting because scientifically men are more prone to being colorblind than women. So Pepin walks up to my side, picks up the cigar, inspects it. He looks over his glasses at his son and in Spanish says... I don't even think this is going to be a contest. Walks around the room, walks around, looks at everybody's cigar. Okay, here, here, here. Lifts my arm, but he tells the guy from Florida, he goes, all your relatives, because they're from the same town in Cuba. He says, all your relatives back home would want to turn in their grave. This gringo kid destroyed you. Nice. It was so great. Can you say gringo on the radio, by the way? Can I say gringo? I don't think it's a swear word. No. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you're saying, I mean, I could say other words that are far worse. What does it mean? I have no idea. Yeah, tourist, outsider, you yeah, know, something go, rookie, go whatever. Home, go home. Somebody in the chat box is going to know yeah. what gringo means. They're going to know better than us. Somebody's going to be a Spanish brother of ours out there. Somebody from, you know, another part of the country, tell us. But, yeah. you know, I'm, uh, I'm like one of their gringo sons. And you know something? In all honesty, this has been a very great year for me, for my company. I've obviously grown my family. I had a son. Everything in my life is going great. But I'm so happy for these people to get the respect that they deserve to be at the front. Recently, they had the Cigar Aficionado Big Smoke in Las Vegas, yeah. and they honored you know the three people with the top three cigars of the year, and there's a panel and Q&A stuff. But I read the article. You know, um, when Jose, my boss, Jose Ortega, walks up with the Garcias, he's going to translate a little bit for them. The place erupts. The whole crowd standing ovation for like five minutes. This is like... When I'm a kid and I'm listening to Guns N' Roses and I want to learn how to play the guitar and I have fantasies about, like, you know, doing the lead solo for Night Train and women throwing themselves at me and stuff, that's the kind of – that's what he deserves. So for them to be in that spotlight and, and everything that the man touches, not just our stuff. Obviously, um, we're going to talk about other stuff that should be in. All the stuff, like um, my friend Casey Johnson, his brother Pete, Casper, Dan Welsh, Atelier, that line right now is doing great things. Tatuaje, all the stuff we make for our other clients, right. performing well. So it's like everything that this guy's doing, the tobacco, not just like you could say the factory or the skill, whatever. The tobacco is really what's getting the praise and accolades. So for that reason, I'm so pleased and I'm so happy for them. I'll tell you, he, uh, you know, Nicaraguan tobacco was gaining some momentum, but I think he was the one that really propelled really, it. Really, because you. Uh, next year, we could see that Nicaraguan uh, cigars uh, outsell or outget imported into the U.S. more than the Dominican Republic, which, I is, that which has held a record for the past 20-something Correct. years. Yeah. Uh, because 
even Dominican companies are now using Nicaraguan tobacco. Tons. So you're seeing all these brands that are coming out hey. with the Nicaraguan version because apparently this is where the American taste buds are going. That's where the palate's going. And, there's, and the accolades go to Don Papin for actually bringing it to the forefront. And there's people that have been there long before him. Oh, yeah. But he's the one that's kind of propelled that a little bit into superstardom. Also, you might find, too, and this isn't true with us, but some of these other companies might grow, or they might be growers that grow Nicaraguan tobacco and send it to Cuba because there's people, and, you know, they need to keep pace with what's well, going on here, and we're kicking their behinds a little bit so much internationally, not just us. There's other companies that have such amazing international distribution that more and more of these cigars overseas, Belgium, Holland, Germany, uh, Italy, Spain, these customers that are all raised on the Cuban cigars are finding that, you know what? I'll smoke the hell out of this and enjoy every puff. There was a whole bunch of Cubans in Nicaragua many, many years ago. I went for one of the trips down there, and I went way deep into Nicaragua, way, way deep, uh, three hours off-road to get to this little village. Uh-huh. And that's the first time I met, I met uh, Pepin Garcia, right. uh, who him and along with the other people were Cubans that were there yep. only for a short time, whatever they were doing there. And somebody introduced me to him. Uh, I actually took a picture with him uh, at the time because they said this is the biggest roller of Cuba. And he's just here for a short time, but I want to introduce you to him. And I was introduced him to him, and he actually went back uh, after that point, but then uh, fast forward a few years later, there he is back in Nicaragua and never to go back uh, to Cuba. Yep. So uh, he got his family out of there. That's the whole key. Correct. Uh, you may get out there, but you leave your well, family behind. Well, there'll be well, none of that. The daughter, actually, Yanni, brave, very brave. Love her very much. She's like my sister. I love this family very much. She was the first one. She won a lottery and was actually allowed the chance to leave. 20,000 people Imagine were that's able a lottery. To, a lottery. You get, you get to leave. Hey, that's the lottery Here's the price. price. Here's the price. You get to go. But in all honesty, right? Think of it. And they have a good life there. Yeah. But she wins a, you know, a, a chance to have a visa. And through the family's connections, you know, Miami is like going from here to Hartford, Connecticut, basically. You know what I mean? It's the same. Probably less of a ride for them. But she ends up in Miami and through the connections – Basically finds a way to get Jaime Garcia, his wife, Donnie Lay, Pepin, and the first lady of our company, Pepin's wife, Maria, visa. And they end up, you know, basically in Nicaragua, yeah. Mexico, Miami. That's it. Wow. That's how it worked. But she was the first one. And you're talking about a girl yeah. that was, like, at the time, 17 or 18 years old yeah. that left and knew basically nobody. You want to talk about bravery. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of these kids, they'll graduate high school here. They don't even want to go to college across the country because they're like, oh, my friends are here. My family's here. She Imagine leaving everybody behind and saying, we're going to do it, but I'm going to be the one that sets it up for us. Not speaking the language hey, and everything. You right? know what I mean? Huge. And nobody really, because, you know, obviously she's very beautiful. Nobody ever really realizes that not only does she run the whole entire United States operation, but to make that initial, like, all right, I'm going to take this big leap on behalf of my family, that's amazing. That story oh. really is really – nobody really knows all that because these people are so humble and they don't need to brag and pat their bum all the time. But this is what this family is, and that's why every day when I get out of bed, I want to do the best job I can for them for sure. those reasons. All right, we're going to go to break, and when we come back, my new sidekick and regional sales rep from my father's cigar company takes the hot seat. Uh, I'm going to ask him some tough questions as turkey bowling continues in his direction. Jeremy Sewers tells us what's hot and what's not in cigar shops across New England. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. That's right. 
this is Rocky Patel, and I've worked long and hard to create a Cameroon cigar. We've been saving Cameroon wrappers for seven years to come up with the perfect cigar, the Vintage 2003. This cigar has a Cameroon wrapper from Africa, delivers a sweet taste, medium-bodied, a ton of flavor, yet it's smooth on the palate. If you've never tried the Vintage 2003, please go out and try one, because this Cameroon cigar is going to deliver everything you're seeking. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Attic Out. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. She's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next, how about good to the last draw? Uh, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. Oh, yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up, but oh, yeah, they're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Okay, we're back live. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. What's up, Pete? Here we go. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Turkey bowling is what's going on. And with me and Chuck Morrison is our new sidekick. And it's Jeremy Soares from My Father's Cigars. The you show must know it? You know it. Wow. Uh, guys, update from the chat box. Yep. Mr. Jonathan, new sidekick. Really? 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 Well, and he said it just not, like that. Yeah, like tell that. him not to be so insecure. Relax. Not cool, Not Dave. cool, Dave. All right, we, we got a bowler here. We got, Whoa. Whoa. All right. Well, then, Terry, we got one? We got one right here. So then I got to get up, and Mr. Jonathan loves that. Tell him that I keep getting out of the chair makes, if it makes him feel any better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's fine. Maybe that's why he took today off. Yeah, yeah. well, you know. Yeah, I didn't want to. Uh, I guess I just cast a big shadow. We probably wouldn't have had him move. We would have had him stay right where he was. Here oh, look at that. Yeah, oh. 
Woo! Another turkey. Now you're talking. That's it. Look at that. Another Look at that. Another turkey and all the fixings. Man, all this, the fixings. All the fixings. All the fixings, too. You're the big winner. Take it down. Turkey dinner. Turkey, turkey dinner. dinner. So, um, got to get the brine. You got to you got to do the bird the right way. People, you're gonna have to tell me how to do it because well, I'm doing turkey this it, year. So you're gonna have to explain right. that to me. Yeah. Uh, but what I want to know is what what's hot and what's not in cigar shops. I know what's going on in the four walls here at Two Guys Smoke Shop. Sure. But you're, you're at all the cigar shops in the Northeast. You've got, you've been to cigar shops around the whole country. Yeah. So uh, right now, this year, 2013, what's hot as far as size, strengths? Uh, when you go in the cigar shops, what do, you, what do you see common? I mean, is it the same TV shows that are playing in cigar shops? I mean, it, yeah, is a little everybody... bit of that. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, what, what's happening? You go in cigar shops. I'll tell you. Seems you know what's kind that. of frustrating? In all honesty, yeah. guy like you, you know, uh, you're a ninja. This is your dojo. You get it. I mean, it's fine. But when guys come into a store for a store owner, and I'm just speaking based on dialogue that I've had with these guys, a dialogue rather, excuse me. Um, a customer might say, well, what's new? What's new? What's new? Okay. So there's a good portion of that, like, what's new? And I had a guy tell me one day, he's like, you know, um, I had to tell this customer, listen, what's new is this. And it came out at the trade show six weeks ago, and really nothing's new since then. But this is still awesome. This is still the reigning yeah, cigar of the year. Ago, by yeah, the way, but- yeah, by the way, this is still the reigning cigar of the year. That's still awesome. This is that. Um, you know, a lot of guys might smoke bigger ring-gauge cigars. Yeah, that's something that everywhere. Yeah. I wonder if that'll slow down, especially in the Northeast. It's starting to get cold out. Yeah, correct. Uh, are you going to go sit out there for four hours and smoke the same cigar? I guess I told somebody one day, he said, you know, um, I was in a store. And I don't want to, again, yeah, I want to do my disclaimer, yeah. not to be fresh. Yeah. But I'm in a store, and I'm smoking a Don Pepin Blue Label Robusto. Another guy's smoking a you know, cigar the size of that ashtray. And he basically says uh, he just wasn't enjoying it so much. And he said, man... You know, I'm not really in love with this so much, or whatever it is. And I said, well, you know, if something's that big and it only costs a dollar fifty more than mine, what do you rec- what do you suppose it's full of? Yeah. That's the thing. Like, if it were up to me, instead of maybe necessary, and I'm not trying to sound fresh at all, please, yeah, yeah, yeah. Radio Lands, but um, I might say that if I can enjoy every puff and smoke for 25 less minutes. I wouldn't worry about the dollar twenty-five so much, right. but different strokes, right? Yeah. yeah, you know, it seems they're going for value uh, and saying I get a lot more for a. And lot that's not less. just one brand. There's a lot of guys, a lot of companies rolling stuff out, and they're saying like, "Hey, you know, uh, look at all this tobacco that I'm getting." I would want to make sure that um, I'm getting good tobacco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? If I could buy a hundred pairs of socks that had holes in them, but the same price for three pairs of socks that are, don't have any holes in them. Yeah. What are you going to put on your yeah, foot? Take you the one without the holes. I'll take the one without the holes, please. But it, again, it probably is a better value if you if you if you look at it that way. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, hey, the economy uh, the past few years have been tight, and I see that direction even happening with us. And then, uh, you know, I, I don't care myself for uh, the big ring gauges anyway. Just uncomfortable in my mouth uh, to begin with. But I'll tell you, going through the numbers, and you know, I'm a numbers cruncher guy. Sure. It's what sells. Yeah. Right now. Um, and, you know, lots of talk on things like Lanceros and things like that. Not so much. It doesn't sell so much. It's kind of unfortunate. Yeah. You know? It really is. You have... We know it has a lot of taste and oh. flavors all there. Yep. You're getting more rapper than anything else, which Correct. is the most expensive component. And the uh, most impactful flavor-wise. Right? Yeah. 
Coronas, you would think, would be booming. Everybody uh, should only be allowed to make cigars in the size five and five eighth by forty six ring gauge. And it's that, the that, best size for any tobacco, for, for in taste. my opinion, for taste. And, and we know when, yeah. when you go down to the factories, that's what they're smoking down there for tasting what the tobacco tastes like. Yeah. Obviously, but not what sells in the American market. That's it. Yeah. And when they end up seeing what tobacco tastes like, that and they know that the consumer isn't going to buy that. And also another way, another thing I want to mention is how they smoke down there. They want to be able to taste everything they can, so they blow it out their nose. Correct. Always rolling it through your palate. Yeah, yes. of course. But the American public doesn't do it. They, they don't, don't understand. Somebody hasn't taught them yet. Well, so they're not tasting that. So when you taste it and you blow it out your nose and you say this, this is how I'm tasting the cigar, you have to understand that the person you're selling it to is not doing it that way. Therefore, why you have to taste it the way they taste it. Until you can change them to do it the way you do it. So, and I'm glad you mentioned that. Okay. Can I borrow your cutter for a second? Because sure. now I need your cutter. This is something that I do. And again, Radio Land, Video America. Yeah. I'm not trying to sound like a know-it-all. I'm not trying to sound like a jerk. That's why you're here. You are but a know-it-all. You, I am a little you know bit more. Of a, yeah. yeah, you know what you're a talking about. A little bit. About. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So well, now, Mr. Jonathan wanted to call you out. He says all socks have holes at the top. Well, that is, you got to be able to slip your foot through it, I suppose. He's yeah. got a valid point there. So now, this is something that I do when I'm giving a demonstration or a seminar. You notice that I'm kind of scoring this a little bit here, right? Because when these guys develop or decide what materials are going to work best with this wrapper, see, you know, um, Connecticut Broadleaf, Nicaragua, Seiko, Viso, So, so this. We, we're listening on the radio. What you ended up doing is on the foot of the cigar, you cut maybe an inch down and you just scored it around it. Yes. And right now you're peeling the wrapper off just the bottom piece of that cigar. Yes. I, okay. What is that, about an inch? Yep. yep. About, okay, about a generous inch. The, the rest of the cigar is intact, just the wrapper is off of okay, that. Okay, so now we've bottom. got exposed here. Yep. The binder in the filler, right? Yep. But something else that I tell these guys. The okay? wrapper is missing. On the wrapper is missing. But now, triple seam cap, right? Yeah. Let's clip a little bit of this away. So now when I'm going to do a demonstration, I'm going to tell a guy to start with, take a few pulls of this cigar before it's even lit. Right. Take a few pulls. And, and the other thing, too, um, cigar is, tobacco is aromatic. These, these tobaccos have a nice aromatic quality to them as well. So you want to be able to develop that smell, if you will. But what you're going to do here, because when they make these cigars, they smoke just the Viso, just the Seiko, right. maybe just the Lajero, and then gradually introduce other stuff to, all right, I might need this much, a 15% increase in Seiko. Maybe this priming on Habano, not so much, but that priming, a little bit more of that. Yes, that's me through the mic. Right. Yep. <laughs> but now, ready? I'm going to take a few pulls. Okay. He's pulling it w without lighting the cigar. Mm -hmm. So what does it taste like without lighting the cigar? Pre-tasting. So pre-taste. Yeah. A lot of times when people say they taste earth, this has a very earthy quality. Yeah. Really what they're saying is is that they taste tobacco and what goes in soil? Dirt. Minerals, dirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fertilize. So you're tasting some of that right now. But... And this is going to be the one that I, since I put my mouth on it, this will be the one that I smoke secondly. Just so you we're bet. very, you I, can have, I call it, this yeah. one's mine. All right. But then when it comes time, I've taken the cold draw, if you will, a few yeah. puffs. We're going to taste, uh, I'm sorry, we're going to toast the binder and the filler. Yeah. And when we toast those up, right, I'll do it right now for okay. the radio demonstration. I'll keep two cigars going. I don't care. All I'm right. crazy. Yeah. So look, I'll, I'll smoke them both at the same time. I'm good. So this is, and this is something they do at, you know, one of the festivals that we talked about in your office last night. Yeah. They, when they do the vertical tasting, yeah. they taste four different ones. They tell you to smoke this much of that one, put it down, smoke this much of that one. But now what I'm doing, I'm toasting this up, right, developing the little corona here. Yes. Right? So now check it out. 
So he's burning the, the end of the cigar. The end of the, the cigar, the, the exposed foot, the shaggy foot that people do, yeah. I like because now I'm going to smell just the binder and filler, toast it up, and now... Yeah, I'm sure it's a different taste because wow. you get a lot of taste from that outside wrapper that's not there right now. Yeah. He still has it on his lips, but he doesn't have it burning. So now what I'm pulling on and tasting, just the binder and the filler. I guess the way to explain this to somebody is when somebody makes a vision of what they want their blend to be, it's kind of like a symphony. Like the guy that directs a symphony is like, okay, you know, string instruments, drums, percussion, go, horns, everybody's like telling them when to jump in. Yeah. So now as I smoke this and it burns down, I'm going to get, you know, binder and filler taste. But when it marries the piece of wrapper, the complexity has changed dramatically. Right. And this is a petite, a regular Robusto. So now I'm going to be like... You, Right around the sweet spot, I'm going to get the wrapper. I'm going to get the change. And, and bring in the whole orchestra at that right point. Right, and the go. whole orchestra is coming yeah. in, and it's going to be like Beethoven's night. You know what yeah. I mean? That's what goes on. But people don't realize that when they just pick up a cigar. If I exhale through my nose, I have this many more taste buds and this part of my palate yeah. up there. So when I used to read the magazines, and I was a kid because I went to culinary school. Yeah. So when I wanted to learn more than my peers, that's why I did cigars. It wasn't because I wanted to be on the radio show with you someday or going <laughs> to cigar stores. That had nothing to do with it. I wanted to be like the next Iron Chef. Yeah. Well... What happens, I uh, do all this like a book report, but I fall in love with it. And I want to learn as much as possible. And by learning as much as I could, I basically learned the proper way to cut and light a cigar, the proper way to develop taste, the proper way. So when I tell this to people, now they're like, yeah, I get that. I taste that. When, when before you'd read it and be like, hmm, I'm not really getting that. I taste just tobacco. And I'm not saying I taste leather. or I t- But you just taste independently the Visos, the Seikos, the, the Bonda, the Phil, the Kappa is different, that well, wrapper. Dave, yes. as, as, co- as your co-host, yeah. I think it'd be appropriate for him to give us a flavor of the week. Not of the Lithuania. Well, how about the Lithuania without the wrapper? So what's the flavor yeah, of Lithuania without a wrapper? So it's broadleaf, mineral, right? Earth, barnyard. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Connecticut soil is distinct. Sweetness, even though, because keep in mind, this cigar is different. Now, see, this cigar, you, like you, I said, is three quarters, more than three quarters broadleaf. Broadleaf binder yes. and some filler yeah, is broadleaf. Yeah, almost all filler is okay. broadleaf as well, yeah. Okay. Because, I, you know, I wish I could show you on my phone. We work with a grower in the United States, and these leaves are gigantic. Like, if I were to stand up, oh, it's broad from above. Leaves. Yeah, broad leaves. That's yeah. not a coincidence. Yeah, right. It's called a broadleaf. Yeah. From above my kneecap to my eyebrow, and it would be able to wrap around my body. So this is, you know, but not all of that is uh, show quality for rapper. And, and so what happens? comes up here to look at it himself. Of course. Yeah. He's right there. We walk the farms on a Sunday night at 730 at night. We're walking the farm. We had an event. They stayed an extra day because I had a Friday, Saturday. You say, Saturday. of course, but I'll tell no, you, no, no, not no, a lot of people do it. Nobody would. Right. Nobody would. Yeah. He told me, he's like, hey, how many of these guys that own companies you think are out here on a Sunday night at 730 walking around with their guy? Looking at the crop and saying... Deciding this, this. what they're going to do two years from now. Correct. Deciding Correct. what you're going to do two years never from now. Never mind what came out of that meeting. I'm not even going to tell you, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. never, that guy, is, and when I'm watching him and they're speaking, I already know he's revolutionizing the direction of this company just at that one visit. That's why I'm enamored by the guy. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, you're learning from him for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, let's see how smart you really are. It's time for This Day in American Classic History, brought to you by Alec Bradley, American Classic Cigars. Okay. Not a chance, right? Not going to do it. Not a chance. So Chuck got it. Yeah? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to Yeah. Pacquiao fight tonight. You've heard of Yeah. Pacquiao-Rios. 
Don't be surprised if that kid Rios goes the distance, by the way. He's tough. He's a hot puncher. American classic history. He's looking at you, kid. Featuring Mr. Jonathan. It's in the hole. It's in the hole. Versus Chuck. Game over, man. Game over. Making mountains move. Morrison. Go ahead. Make my day. Brought to you yes. by Alec Bradley. Warriors. Cyrus. He's a warrior. That's great, right? Cigars are well, the guys with the makeup on their face with the uniforms. Popular in America in the early part of the 20th century. Mild to medium body blends of specially aged Nicaraguan long filler tobaccos. Celebrate today with an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigar. Okay, Jeremy, you're going to take the place of Mr. Jonathan today for Big this. Big shoes to fill. Big shoes, and I don't may, know. And maybe forever. Who the hell knows? Hey. You never know. You're suspect, Mr. J. All right, you know how it works. We're going to get the closest without going over. You're going to guess the date. The a bit one dollar. One dollar is my bid. Like, price is right. Yeah, but this is a year. A oh, year right. of somebody born. Okay. So, for instance, we're going to let let him go first because you're gentleman. the new guy here. you gentleman, Chuck Morrison. Good let move. you go first. All right. So, William Boney. Do you know who he is? A.K.A. William Henry McCarthy. Yep. A.K.A. Henry Anthem. A.K.A. Nothing? You got nothing yet so far? Billy the Kid. Yep. That's Today what, is uh, his William birthday. Bonnie. Yeah, William H. Bonney. Yeah. Uh, he's American criminal, frontier yep. outlawman from the Old West. According yep. to legend, he killed 21 men, died at the age of 21. I thought he was But today is his birthday. He was born today. What year? Without going over. Without going over, what year was he born? Well, supposedly... He came from New Mexico and, you know, uh, said that he had been living in old Mexico. He came back and wanted to be exonerated for all this stuff and be a citizen again. Yeah, but what year but was But I would say that he was born. Uh, hang on a minute. Give me a minute. I'll give you five seconds. All right, five seconds. There was a clock. 1896. 1896 without going over Chuck Morrison. 1800. 1800. No way. 1859, Chuck gets the point. Oh, Because you God. went over. 59. You went over, buddy. They're saying he died in 1879? 21 years later. Apparently, those Young Gun movies are not accurate. Really? Friggin' Emilio Estevez, come over here, I'll punch in the mouth. Okay, Chuck. <laughs> William Henry Pratt, any idea? Nope. Boris Karloff. Nope. No? Well, it's Boris go. Karloff's birthday. <laughs> Happy best, birthday, Boris. Best remembered for his role in horror films, portrayed Frankenstein's monster and Frankenstein, Bride, Bride of Frankenstein, Son yeah. of Frankenstein. Those are like the, silent pictures. Best known for non-horror movies as the Grinch, the Grinch ah. that stole Christmas. Yep. He was the voice of the Grinch that stole Christmas. Excellent. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Yeah. Boris Karloff's birthday is today. What year was he born? 1898. 1898. No way. 1917. And you're both over. It's 1887. Wow. How is that even possible? All okay. right. Because so it's Boris. Now, yeah. now how about a De Niro movie reference or something? All right. Today's birthday, Harpo Marx. Harpo Marx, sure. American comedian, actor, yeah. uh, film star, uh, second oldest of the Mark brothers. Yeah. Marx brothers. Groucho was the cigar smoking yeah. one. This is the one that didn't speak at all. Okay. This is the teller of the old days of Penn and Teller, right? Yeah. This is Harpo Marx, born today. What year? Again, 1902. 1902. 1902. I'm going to go like 1880. 1888 would be correct. Wow. So Chuck, over again. You're killing me here. Chuck gets two Man. points. 
Yeah. If you get it exact, by the way, you get two points. Does he have, like, a Duesenberg in the parking lot? Like, look at you, some, like, silent film buff. You might get this next one, but it it goes to Chuck. All right. Chuck, Louis Tiant, Cuban baseball player, right-handed pitcher from from Major League, was with the Red Sox from 71 to 78, along with many other uh, teams that he played on. Big on cigars is El Tiante Cigar, currently in hiatus, I believe. We got to talk uh, to Melody about that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, born today. Show. Happy birthday, Louis Tiant. Yeah. Born today, what year? 41. 1941, he says. I'm going to take a risk and say 47. You're both over 1940. Chuck Close for no cigar. No, no kidding, 40. 1940. Yeah, listen, he was an older fella in 30 in the World Series games. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he was. was. Kid. All right. Okay, so this goes to Chuck. Jeremy. Yo, it's your turn. With Joseph Jeremy? Throw it back. Okay. Go ahead. Nicole Elizabeth Polizzi, a.k.a. Schnooky. Yeah, yeah. From American Reality Show, best yeah. known for uh, MTV show or just Jersey yeah. Shore. Yeah. Snooky and Jay Wow. Getting drunk, yeah. There we go. She's uh, she's one of the highest paid out there. It makes $150,000 an episode. It's wow. crazy, yeah. No it's talent. Uh, she got a name called Snooky. Uh, it's Nicole pretty Elizabeth. To too, yep. uh, it's her birthday today. What yeah. year was she born? I'm going to take a risk and say 1988. 1988. Ah, man. It might even be really? the 90s. Yeah. It really? might be. Yeah, you should take like 89 or 90 because she's right. fairly young. 80. 1980. 1980 is a win. It's 1987. <sighs> so you were closer, but see what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> You're a smarty. It's not your first time. This no, game. it is no, not. No. I was right on, though. There's two left. you got to do some catching up. It's three to Bring nothing. Bring it on. Okay, uh, Chuck. Destiny Hope Cyrus, a.k.a. Miley Ray Cyrus, oh American boy, actress oh and recording artist, daughter of Billy Ray Cyrus, She's teen idol, anymore. Disney yeah, Channel yeah. series, Hannah Montana. Today yeah. is her birthday. Outstanding. What year was she born? Uh, the year of rehab. 94. 94, he says. Uh, hang on. What is it? Right now, it's 2013. Um, well, you're real close. 94. I'll take, so then, I'll take 90. Ah, 95. <laughs> See? Again, you guys, I was going to say 93. It's 92, so you're oh, all you're both, oh, you're all over. All right. So this yeah. is where it goes. Uh, you're going to need a miracle here. You need three points. It can't be done, but I'm going to say. Can I hit a three-pointer from, if it's like from half court? Go what ahead. Do we do? Let, let's try Go this. Go ahead. The smartphone, IBM. The IBM Simmons was introduced at Comrex for, yeah, for yeah. the first time so ever. First smartphone was. ever. What year? 1982. 1982, first smartphone ever. Smartphone, yeah. Oh, whoa, whoa, not the bag phone you're talking. Not nope, like the first one. smartphone. Oh, we're talking smartphone. 1990 Smart- for the win. 1992. And we got it. So this day in American Classic History was brought to you by Alec yeah. Bradley's American Classic Cigars. Great. Affordable price Nicaraguan long filled tobacco. Celebrate today with an Alec Bradley American Classic Cigar. So that's how it's done. So, yeah, uh. You mopped up there, kid. Wow. There we yeah, go. Yeah, you got all those silent film references. <laughs> you feel good about that one when you go home, drive home in your Duesenberg and tour your mustache around. Hey, we got a shooter? We got a shooter. All got right, shooter. yeah. This is great. All right, got to move that chair. Yeah, yeah, get that chair out of the way. <laughs> oh, all right, hang on. It's coming. Whoa! Hey! Another one. Big winner. Big winner. Now you're talking. There we go. They're leaving with turkeys one hey, after the other. This you know is what good. I mean? That's outstanding. This is good. Turkey bowling here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. It's a party. Happens the week before Thanksgiving every year. And uh, we give away 100 turkeys. We go till it's done. We're going to probably run out of turkeys uh, tomorrow morning sometime. Easy. 
Uh, Excellent. Unless Jeremy gets out there and sells some uh, boxes of cigars. Let's maybe get them all. Happen. Come on in maybe and buy them up. Maybe, buy them up. Maybe it'll even happen faster. Yeah. So, Jeremy, you've been around. Uh, you've been smoking cigars for years before you were officially in the business, but Correct. you ended up working in a in a cigar bar, uh, lounge, cigar sure. lounges, and uh, now um, going from store to store. You smoke lots of different cigars. It's just not my father's stuff. Oh, and no. if the answer is my father's cigar, but I'm looking for the best cigar you've ever smoked. Oh. Good grief. And it could be from the old days and long gone, or it could be something brand new. It could be what's in your hand. I mean, just looking for our listeners to say, you know. The best cigar I've ever smoked, in all honesty, and everyone's going to be like, meh, boo. Obviously, it's the 2010 My Father Limited Edition. 2010. 2010 My Father Limited Edition. Forget it. There's no finer. I only have one box remaining. That box... I have a pretty intense limited edition collection going, but the 2010 My Father limited edition for my money is sublime. There's really not another way to describe it. However, I remember like in the mid-90s and some of the stuff, some of the guys that aren't around anymore. I just remember um, being with a bunch of friends and camping somewhere up here up north and everyone's got, you know, we had girls with us and having cigars and like, you know, just thinking in the moment, not a particular cigar, but just thinking like, wow, we're like, we're young, everyone's having a good time, we're living a good life, you know what I mean? I don't know if I could say necessarily like there was one cigar that did it for me, but I've had moments. In the moment, right. In the moment that it's yeah. like, you know what, this is really, and the cigar was attached to that moment, so So you, you, really you, you had stuff. a baby this year. I did. And Congratulations. Thank you very so much. Yeah. Everything works. First cigar you smoked after that, celebrate, and you had the baby, you smoke a cigar, what? It was a My Father Limited Edition 2011. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I opened a box of them with some of my compads and Good. said, nice. here we go, let's party. Right. you got to smoke them to the end because the Portuguese consider it bad luck if you put them out. Really? Yeah, they put on. They put Every all kinds cigar of, or just the one for the Well, baby. for the kid. you gotta, okay. you got to celebrate the right way. you got to smoke the whole thing or else. So okay. I don't want to break tradition. And, and you wanted to smoke the cigar all the way down anyway. And that. I could have used the smoke break at that point. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. for a few days in a row, sure. All yeah. right, sure. Yeah. All right, uh, we're going to have you on the next hour because you are the co-host. You're not just a guy uh, jumping in for an uh, interview. I think this is like the fourth and fifth show I've done, by there the way. There we go. Yeah, wow. like, As you know, it should be. Yeah, I'm trying to be like when Alec Baldwin always does the Saturday Night Live spots. Yeah. I want to be like in that, you know, you're like one Michaels of this place. I want to be like considered that way. All right, when we come back, we're going to look into some of the cigars we may missed for contenders for the Cigar of the Year. Maybe, could have missed uh, a few. Could have missed a few. I got lots of emails, lots and lots of emails oh, that boy. said, uh, you missed this, you missed that. How about this? How about that? Can't please everyone. No, you can't. So we did the best we could, but we'll, we'll, we'll explain some of them. Uh, sure. We'll tell you about 21 is the new 18 when it comes to cigar smoking. What's up with that? Unfortunately. It's so close to Thanksgiving, we want to talk about the biggest turkeys in cigars Ooh. this year and every year. That's so, a hot button there. Yep, it's going to leave some marks out Stay there. Stay tuned because we got some good ones coming your way. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Cigar uh, Authority Radio Network. What's right, right, and what's wrong? When we come back with my new sidekick, Jeremy Soares, it all continues when we return. You're come listening back. to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Yep. Yep.
Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. And again, so does growing the perfect beer. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction draw and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro is now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better, it is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. You're listening to David Garofalo and Mr. Jonathan on the Cigar Authority. And they wanted me to tell you about the Cigar Station. It's the world's first 24-7 radio station, custom programmed for cigar smokers and lovers of the good life. Enjoy cool tunes from familiar artists. Everyone from Van Morrison, Phil Collins, and Dave Matthews, to Paul Simon, Sade, and Tony Bennett. And stay informed with Cigar College, Cigar News and Reviews, and Smoke Breaks. Interviews with cigar-loving celebrities and industry personalities. Give us a listen. The Cigar Station at thecigarstation.com. This is the Cigar Authority. You're either in or you're out right now. The simple fact is, it's no laughing matter. The authority on everything cigar. It's like fishing with dynamite. In and out of the cigar industry. Are you smoking yet? This is probably the best thing that's ever happened to us. With your hosts, David Garofalo. I promise I'll do better at this job than I did on the SATs. Mr. Jonathan. I'm ready. I'm walking tall. I've been earning and burning, snapping necks, cashing checks. And Chuck Morrison. Now, he's used to... Big group, so make them feel like there's a crowd here. It's time to light them up. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Well, if you learned anything today, it won't be the truth. 
Okay, light them up, light them up, light them up. We're back with my new sidekick, Jeremy Soares. And we're broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Getting ready for Thanksgiving with... Bowling turkeys, it's turkey bowling, and uh, we got some of the biggest turkeys we're going to talk about uh, in the cigar industry. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Thank you very much. You're listening to the Cigar Authority Radio, the only syndicated radio show in the U.S. and perhaps the world that is always broadcast on location. That's important. Always, always. right in the store, right? This week at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire, the only radio show that doesn't just allow smoking, we insist on it. Catch us syndicated on any of the radio stations currently picking up, uh, picking us up rather, on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network, or you can always tune in to CigarAuthority.com, watch us live, or uh, catch us on the podcast on demand, or simply find us on iTunes where you can then forget it and forget it. Forget it and forget it. Set it and forget it. Yeah, you got spaghetti. Spaghetti. That's what we say. You remember? Right. Spaghetti. So I hate to put it down. It's it's actually a great cigar. Yes, yeah. First box press that you guys made to? Uh, well, Le Beijou box press was okay. out first. Yeah. It was out before this. Yeah, but still, box press nonetheless, four All sizes. Right. Robusto, Bellicoso, Toro, Toro Gordo. Very so nice. it's, it continues to be the cigar of the year, according to Cigar Aficionado. Correct. The next cigar we're going to light up is La Duena. This was a contender last year for the cigar of the year. And uh, a great cigar. I thought it was actually a better cigar than Flor de Lesantias. Not taking anything away from Flor de Lesantias, but you guys came out with two sensational cigars. Yeah. And uh, I thought this was the pick. And as this was coming down, as you were thinking um, that um, Flor de Lesantias was going to win, I was saying, oh, my God, it's going to be La is going to win it. And I believe they came out. Did they come out with their cigar of the year before me? I believe they did, January 5th, because I was oh, on yes. your show, right? Okay. The, yeah, um, the next weekend I was on your show. And this year, they're actually coming out with it a lot sooner. They're coming out in December. We'll talk about that, too, when we Funny. get there. But mm. this is the second uh, cigar, and it's time for the official cutting. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And we have a bowler right up here. We got one shooter here. We got a shooter bowling <laughs> yeah. a turkey throughout a cigar store. This happens uh, everywhere across the country. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's up. Oh! And that was a complete... Oh! oh! Off the, the glass! Off the glass! It comes back. Nails it to win the game! I, I, thought, that was Woo! A, I thought that was a gutter ball. That was unbelievable. I thought it was a gutter ball. Bounces <laughs> it off. The turkey rolls on itself and... Bam! You're in. Yeah, man. Unbelievable. I think he called that, too. Yeah, he called his shot, you know, nice. shooting McGavin style. So this is a uh, Laduena. What yes. a dense cigar. As I cut the cigar, I cut through it. It seemed like I was cutting through, I mean, so dense uh-huh. that this thing was never going to draw. So I took it to my lips just to see if there was a draw, a, pre- uh-huh. a pre-taste. Yep. Draws like a straw, but man, this thing is packed. Packed full, baby. Wow. So you're getting, yeah. you know, good so, material. Sometimes you get a big cigar. We talked mm. about those big cigars hey. earlier, and they're very, very loosely packed. Even though it's a big, giant, thick cigar, it's loosely packed. Yeah. Not the case. This is a 50 ring gauge cigar. Yes. And um, it probably has a lot of tobacco that some of the 60s have in it. I mean, this yeah. thing is, is packed well. It's full up. And again, yep. I'm going to use my vertical cyclone. I'll toast the end of this cigar up. Toast the, away. The, the pre-light taste that I had here was a little charcoal-y type of thing. Yeah. Charcoal taste. Uh, even be- before lighting it. 
Uh, it's going to change dramatically. Now, now you, you're definitely into yeah, I'm your, flying through yours. mine. I love it. And, uh, I, you know, I should have did what you did. Just yeah, to, just you could have had the symphony for yourself next time. should have did next time. I'll leave that seed, let it germinate. I'll probably smoke a cigar or two yeah, later today. Up. Later on in the year, you'll fire one of those up and be like, let me just try this out. Yeah, I'll do that in about an hour. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is heavier. This is more full-bodied. Sure. Uh, and I'm, I'm a milder cigar smoker, but I was never offended with, with, the, um, with the strength of Don Pepin Garcia cigars, um, even though they tend to be full-bodied. Yeah. It doesn't get me in the gut. Right, know? right, right. So You don't have to shave your teeth or rip your tongue out when you're done yeah, smoking yeah. them because they're balanced. Yes. There's something going on that it's heavier and it's not straight down your tongue type right, of, right. of strength or anything like that or hit me in the stomach. It's, well, a, it's a nice taste. A lot of these guys act like turkeys because they want to make, you know... Uh, a cigar that's so packed full of so much Lajero, and there's really not a lot of balance to that. And that's where, you know, uh, good intentions, but you can miss the mark. Some people don't care. They'd smoke dirt through a sweater and tell you it's fine. Yeah. But for us, we want it to be balanced, obviously. Yeah. I, I don't think it takes a lot to make a strong cigar. You can make a strong cigar that tastes terrible and it's very strong and not yeah. on your butt, but can you smoke it? Yeah. You know, and for the point of saying, hey, I'm tougher than you, I can smoke that right. cigar. I choose not to. Yeah, when a cigar is that strong, you That's know, I point. just choose not to. That's the point. But uh, let's talk about some of these turkeys. Go ahead. Fire away. <laughs> some of these turkeys that are out there, uh, you know, and I'll, I'll start it off. And you, you you, feel like you have to be careful of, you don't want to talk about competitors. Or, or offend anybody or yeah. say the right thing. But, but nonetheless. A lot of these are uh, uh, one, one and dones. They, uh, they came out. They were big mistakes. I knew it when they came out and said, you know, what's up with this? It could be in the name. It could be in how it was blended or rotation. Yeah, what ended up happening to some of these these cigars? For instance, there was a cigar Diablo. Do you remember Diablo? Mm-hmm. Diablo, the devil. And they put yeah. a devil on it. It was Diablo, and it was, a, it was a, a black box that the cigar came in, and it had a chili pepper that was on it. And it certainly showed that this cigar was going to be a strong cigar. They weren't misleading. The problem, the problem that happened was that it wasn't a strong cigar, oh. and it looked like it was a strong cigar. And those that, that liked strong cigars smoked it and said, "Where's the beef?" Basically, yeah, yeah. there's nothing happening what here. What the deuce? What's going on here? And the guy that would have liked it the most, a um, medium, maybe a little less than medium type cigar smoker, uh-huh. uh, and it was a, it was a dark cigar. You know, I would say lighter than medium. Uh, that guy would have really liked the cigar, but he wouldn't even try it. Yeah, you scared him off. You scared him away, and the guy that tried it actually hated it mm-hmm. because you tended to say that this was a very full-bodied yeah, cigar, yeah. which it wasn't. So it turns out to be a turkey sure. because of that. Another one that came out um, maybe a year or so later from the same people uh, was Stradivarius. Here was a $20 cigar sure. uh, in its own packaging. Uh, nice looking box. box. Yeah, box a lot going nice. on there, and inside of it was a nothing. Who's buying it? Tasteless cigar. Yeah, who's buying it? It? It, was, it was over, right? And we knew this was going on. Um, how about N2 Bar? You ever see that? Well, that was made, uh, that's Kiki's deal, right? Yeah. You that, know what I mean? Yeah, and he's the only one, obviously, that rolls that way, and he's the, right? It was, it, it was a cigar. A thin cigar rolled, and then another rolled over that cigar. Yep. Um, no, they had some placement for a while. They yeah. were at some stores for a little while on the street because they had a poster of uh, 
you know, it you held a long ass. Yeah, because... exactly. Because they put a stint in it, basically, right? Yeah. You know I mean, oh. they rolled the cigar around the pencil. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know, but either way, they and had it, that it stuck photo. Out the end and yeah. It's, yeah. it's another one you looked at as soon as it came out, and you go, "Great, never gonna happen." Yeah. No. Did, did, I, he, did he talk to anybody before he put this thing out? It's well, not gonna work. They had a guy up here, you know, my buddy Mike Ferraro, repping it for a while, and because of that, it ended up in a lot of stores, and they had the posters they put everywhere, and. People saw that ash and they're like, wow, that must be the bee's knees, you know? Look at that thing. Wrong. Go find one now. That's a mistake. Yeah. Uh, then there'll be simply something was named wrong. Oof. And it had good intentions maybe, but they yeah. just named it wrong and somebody would not actually put it in their mouth maybe. And that Pleiades Uranus. Do you remember that? Uh, let me just say this. <laughs> not to offend anybody. However, really... Yeah. You're going to smoke a cigar that references Uranus? Yeah. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? I want to taste Now, notes if it was of, the moon or some other yeah. planet, but nobody likes Uranus. You know, well, maybe somebody does, but yeah. that don't make him a bad person. No. But not now, for me. Nowadays, it's very open. But, yeah. you know, that that was, you know, that, that cigar came out and Jesus I, and I just shook my head yeah. and I go... No, there's lots of planets. You know what's funny, though? Imagine, yeah, Pluto, Mars, whatever. Mission to Mars, smoke this, you'll be in outer space, you'll love it so much. But really, you think when some of these people come out with a cigar, I almost wonder, like, What's going on behind the scenes when they're at the board with the war room at the you know conference room there at the table and they're like yeah bunch of yes Uranus this is the winner yeah 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 <laughs> we're not going to work at Office Max anymore we're going to sell all of these things <laughs> wrong because I think they they just yesing people to death correct they, they just say um, you know the boss says hey I got this idea Uranus what do you think yeah. oh it's good the boss said it was good therefore it's good and we're all on board because yeah. we're yes men let's put a million sure. dollars into this thing and good grief where, where is that you want to feel better. Throw a million dollars my way. You'd feel great about it. Yeah. Fighting cock. You know, uh, you remember that? Yeah, and it's kind of cool, actually. Fighting cock is, uh, I think they have it in a spirit. Like, they have a fighting cock bourbon, right? Yeah. And they made a cigar out of it because, you know, obviously in some of those countries, they fight the birds. It's traditional to fight the cocks. Yeah, but in a a bourbon. Because Jose would tell you that I'm like his fighting cock up here. But in a a bourbon, but in something shaped, phallically shaped like a cigar. (laughs) Yeah, that's where the problem comes. It depends what the you got to really is. tell that story pretty well. You got to really explain that one good. I understand you. You're putting yourself at a disadvantage, but I guess if you said, "Hey, you know, back home in Cuba, what are you they smoking? might fight these birds." What are you smoking? I'm yeah. smoking. I'm smoking the fighting cock. And I think they're still making those, by the way. The yeah. fighting cocks on the yeah, it's on the streets. I mean, wow. Maybe they're not selling them here, it's but not, it's not in my mouth. Yeah, and, uh, and up in the northeast region, I don't think there's a lot of people fighting birds. Well, so. it happened to be a terrible cigar to begin with. Anyway, I mean, I had a sample of it, but. Okay. I mean, it was it was ridiculous, um, and then the, the cigars that kind of jump the shock. You know the expression "jump the shock." That is when you've you've gone too far. Correct. And there's uh, lots of things that have gone too far. Do you know where that that came from? Jump, jump the, the we shock. We talked about this before. Yeah, no, I don't remember. Uh, it it's was Happy Monday, Days. Yes. Tuesday. Right. Happy yep. Days. That it was the Fawns who actually um, one of the episodes got his motorcycle and jumped over a shock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, the show went off the air after that. Yeah, you know, it was like, oh, he jumped a shock. They went too far with that. That was the end of it. And that By stuck the way, on all these years. Fonzie's cool. You know why Fonzie's really cool? You know why I'm cool? Why? Because I know that Fonzie is badass because he drives a BSA. That was like the bike back then. You okay. know what I mean? If you had Fonzie's BSA right now, you'd be pretty. If you pulled up in that thing, you'd be pretty cool. That's okay. all I'm saying. My old man, do you have a BSA? My old man did. Yeah. He had a bunch of them, but like a BS, I wish. I could have bought one, actually. I saw a guy with one recently. I remember when I could have bought one in 98 for like 1100 bucks, 
And the guy was like, yeah, my kid don't want it. I was like, yeah, I could live without it. I'm going to go buy some more Nikes or whatever it was. Yeah, it was yeah. like a 66 one, too, or wow. something. Imagine that. Yeah. Dud. So, so who was the one that jumped the shock? CAO Vision. Remember that? CAO that was Vision. the box that lit up. The white one. Yeah, yeah. The the white party. The pro- and, and, it was, one. and it was over after that. It jumped the shock. Yeah. And, it, and it was pretty much over for CAO at that point. It was just tough because it was supposed to be like this LED lit humidor, and you touch the button, and it reads the humidity. and Yeah. But they yeah, didn't really. That was the box that came in. Yeah, but if that were the case, it should have probably been like a seven hundred dollar box of cigars. So they could have the components of that would have worked better if you did that properly, right? Yeah. And because they probably had them made somewhere in China and they um, didn't necessarily hold up well, but I, I bet they sold a ton of them. Sure. People saw that and were like, "Wow, look at this!" You know what I mean? They they keep rolling out things, so something's I working. I don't know. They keep coming out with stuff and then it goes away. It doesn't still exist, right? It was a turkey. It didn't work. That was a turkey in the moment. It, you know, you know the, the things I'm saying here, and I'm surprised to hear Fighting Cock is still out there, but everything I've said so far I, I think doesn't exist anymore, right? Is it out there? You're, you're out there more than no, I No, no, but, but yeah, so when you see one of those boxes in a store, though, it could have been from 2008. How do you, of course you know it was. what I mean? Come on. I think it only came yeah. out. I think it was a one and done. The big I bet you if I go through my humidor, you know, somewhere at home, my humidors, I bet you there's one that... I guarantee you at one point I sold somebody that box and they gave me one of those cigars to try or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it had a big band, the white band. and God. All the best. Uh, there was Penthouse Cigars. Great. There was the Big Lewinsky. Awesome. Another loser. <laughs> I mean, awesome. Pimp Stick. That's a Drew Estate thing, the Pimp Stick, right? Does it still exist? I don't know if it still exists, but, you know, uh, I thought it was cool because they all had, like, uh, like 80s rapper. Like, you know, they had fur coats and rope chains on, and it was like a like 1980s hip-hop rap thing when they did the, the ad for it. So I thought that was pretty cool, but I don't know if they're still out there. And I don't know how many pimps are really smoking premium cigars. They're probably smoking, like, sweet tip type of, you yeah. know, whatever. But either way, there was a, there was a cigar, Fleur de Bologna. Jesus, Mary, Florida baloney. Yeah. Yeah, there's no baloney allowed there. How crazy is that? So these are things I think that didn't work out uh, that I thought don't exist any longer. Maybe they're out there, and I, and I just don't know it. Um, but coming soon or ready to come out, you think CAO was done after Vision. They got the evil snowman in the angry Santa. La Traviata versions of that, yeah. yes. And I actually had a talk with the guy that's the rep over those. If I told you how many he sold of those to one store, it's a 14-count box. Even though you might think, like, this is stupid or this is gimmicky or whatever, people are still going to buy them. I don't believe a, they are. I, well, I know that he sold 100 boxes to one store. To a store. Not a yeah, store no, has to sell it. Yeah, no, well, is, I know. It's got to follow through. Selling it to I'm a aware. poor, stupid yeah. store owner that doesn't know better. Okay, it's taking advantage of the stupid as far as yeah. I'm concerned. This poor guy is going to get stuck with those because it's not, not, not going to go. But maybe that's going to be his whole Christmas. Like you got all your stuff already dialed in and packed up and ready for the holiday season. So a guy's going to get the angry, angry Santa or the uh, evil snowman. And he's oh, going to yeah. say, yeah, happy holidays. Here, let's smoke some evil of these snowman. things. Hey, I, mean, I listen, could be wrong. And I, and I was wrong. Listen, acid nasty. I never would have thought. That that would be a seller. Yeah, how that, that somebody would try it the first time and it, was, and it was a yeah, winner. Really? Nor did I think a seven by seventy was ever going to sell. I couldn't believe it when they came out. I was like, "What are you out of your mind?" Right. Whoa. Wrong. Wrong. Dirty rat. Wrong. Papa Frida. 
They yeah, sell. French fries. Yeah, they sell French when you can fries. get them. Yeah, when you can get them, they're uh, they're going to go off the shelf, right? People want them, and it's amazing. It's it's a little shot filled cigar that yeah. sells. So I'm not always right, and some things look ridiculous to me, and then something ends up taking off. Sometimes so. ridiculous sells. Sometimes something that's so out there, somebody's like, "Hey, you know what? Why not?" Right? Yeah, it's amazing. I'm with you. I would have never thought that I could. I would never really want to try to wrap my lips around a 770. Right. Never mind when I go in a store and these guys choking them down. Whatever. I would have thought when my father came out that this was going to be a big cigar at Father's Day, but I don't know if it's going to go all year round. How'd that work? Right. <laughs> How'd that work? So it's, it's, yeah, it yeah. obviously sells yeah. all year round, but you look at some of these things, and if I sat in that board board meeting, I would have said, my father's cigars put it out every year near Father's Day or something. Oh, yeah, right. okay. But all year round, you think it's going to sell? And the answer is... Correcto. Ding, ding, yes, ding. Yes, yeah. absolutely yeah. does. So... Uh, it's it's not, you know, and then you got all the brands with all the numbers to them. Ugh. Everybody comes out with a number, Jesus number, Mary. number. And I'm I'm losing it. I mean, I can't keep track anymore. There's, there's yeah. 601, 724, 2283, 1926, 1964, 2000. All right, please, everybody, enough is enough with the number thing. Well, I, I like the 724 the best out of all of them just because, you know. That was the first uh, that's one. The, well, that's the name of the brand. So some people that have a brand name, but okay. they have 20,000 different numbers for the sizes, that annoys me as a customer, right? Because it, they look muddled. We got a shooter here. You got a shooter. Hang on a second. All right, we're bowling but turkeys the seven, here. The, if you the just 724 in. brand, has, oh, don't forget, it has historical significance, obviously. Oh, and yes. Especially and especially region. And was the first one. Yeah, and was, was it was the first the, one. was the first one, and it has Early regional, 1900s? Correct. 18s, right? 1800s, yeah, yeah, really? Yeah. So, and they made more machine rolled. Th- this guy's going to bowl the turkey not from the string hanging from it, uh, the rope. He's going to do the underhand? He's going to hold the turkey oh, itself. yeah. Like a bowling ball. We could get hurt. This no, could... I'm going to deflect it if it does, but you got it. So we're bowling frozen turkeys throughout oh, the Oh, yeah. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. Yeah, and buddy. Woo! Little, little help from our friends here. Doesn't make you a bad guy. You nailed it. Yeah, little help over here. Little help, little help. Little help, here. Yeah. That's our mascot, by the way. Yeah, this dog is doing good for our viewing audience. Yep. Creep. Yes. What did you say his name was? Dodger. It's Dodger, the dog. His name's Dodger. Yeah. Like Dodger dogs, the Giants in the uh, L.A., right? They have Dodger dogs there you at go. the Dodger Stadium there. Yep. So what else are we going to talk about? Some more turkeys? Uh, we got to talk uh, to Chuck Morrison right now because hey, yeah. uh, as you do this, and, and what a gentleman uh, did Adams being grabbing oh, the chair for another, him. Another, look at another shooter coming. Yeah, class act right here. You kidding me? This guy's above the rim. That's it. You that's should start saying that on the radio show more, really. What? Somebody's cool. They're a nice guy. That guy's above the rim. Stop saying that. Like above. You want to you live above the rim? This guy right here is above the rim. Well, he's debonair. He's, he's uh, debonair. We have a term for that. Yeah. Uh, above the rim. Will yeah, you, you like above uh, the yeah, rim? Yeah, come on. All right, here, here comes the next trick. <laughs> he's above the rim. Oh. No, he's not. Well, there it is. Oh, I thought that was oh, a... this kid. Yeah, that's Here great. we go. He lined it up just right. Right down the plate. He called his shot, basically. I did not think that was going Pointed. Either. They're all doing it the different yeah, ways. Yeah, they have, like, their own little styles and techniques, and the dog is fired up. Yeah, he wants to. <laughs> yeah. The dog is after it. Yeah. <laughs> Good Chuck pump. Morrison, are you ready? Let's do it, man. It's time to get debonair with Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman, I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and 
gentlemen. And this is The Gentleman's Way, brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Eating etiquette. Proper dining essentials. You sit down at your favorite restaurant or establishment and notice seven pieces of silverware sitting before you. Three forks, two knives, and two spoons. How and when are you supposed to use these eating utensils? Good question. Well, the smaller fork and smaller knife placed respectively to the left and right of your main dish plate on the outside boundaries are to be used for your first course, salad, or appetizer. The larger fork and larger knife, also placed respectively to the left and right of your main dish plate, on the inside boundaries, are to be used for your main course. Correct. Next, the larger spoon, which is located just to the right of your dining knives, is to be used for your soup. Lastly, you'll notice a spoon and fork located just above your main dish plate. This is to be used for your coffee or tea and dessert. As you can see uh, here... Each course has its own set of utensils, and now you know their exact placement and when and how they are to be used. Yay. The Gentleman's Way, brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Are you debonair enough? Keep your elbows off the table and tip your waiter or waitress very well, too. That's also something they should and leave you. leave when you use your salad fork, you leave your salad fork in your salad dish. Correct. Correct. Then they'll take it. They take it Correct. away. They'll Don't take it, it back. actually. Correct. Yep. So just... They'll give you another one. You don't have to clean it with your napkin. They don't mind giving you another one. Right. I'm with you. That's right. There we go. There's lots of things about being a gentleman. Uh, speaking of gentlemen, some of the n- nicest gentlemen in the cigar industry are our friends over at Diamond Crown, and they're doing a, a promotion with us here on the Cigar Authority where you and your guests can join David Garofalo, Mr. Jonathan, and Chuck Morrison for a special taping of the Cigar Authority radio program during a three-day, two-night smoking experience you will never forget. The winner will get... Two first-class round-trip airfares from Boston to Tampa, deluxe first-class accommodations while in Tampa, a tour of the J.C. Newman Cigar Museum, including cigars, a tour of the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory, including cigars, dinner, and a tour of the award-winning Burns Steakhouse in Florida that, of course, includes cigars, first-class seating at the Boston Bruins versus the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Diamond Crown Cigar Lounge in Tampa on March 8th in the only place where you can watch a game live while smoking a cigar. And, of course, cigars are included. We'll even have cigars and cocktails at Bobby Newman's home where they've been since they started that factory. Very nice. Uh, You will sit on the Cigar Authority radio show on Saturday, March 8th, live from their Cigar Factory in Tampa, Florida. This prize is priceless. And um, it begins now. You get your chances when you buy Diamond Crown cigars. Uh, Winner will be drawn on the Cigar Authority program on January 25th, 2014. So uh, if you pop in the two guys, you get your chance to win. And we will be there, and we're looking forward to it. Those are our friends. great experience. That That is is stellar. So it will be an experience for you. Yeah. Uh, and it will be a great time. So uh, it is time to look for Old Fat Freddy. He's back in the aging room. Is Old Fat Freddy there? It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, kids complain that they're tested too long and hard. 
In my day, we were tested with a vessel that was long, hard, and full of semen, a submarine. Nowadays, everything is disposable because it's made in China real cheap. In my day, we revived our old junk with penetrating oil. It worked on everything from my rusty trombone to the seized old balls inside of my barracks. Nowadays, people buy pre-slaughtered meats. The chickens come plucked, the beef is sliced, and the pork is chopped. In my day, when your chickens came home to roost, you brought them to slaughter. Except my dad, Papa, thought Freddie didn't like the sight of blood, so we would choke the chickens out by hand. We were chicken-choking, semen-tested men with unseized balls. Sometimes, aging makes uh, a great cigar. Uh, that's a little risque, <laughs> huh? You guys are really going Just for it like here, huh? aging room cigars. All right. Made in small batches from rare and limited yeah. 100% Dominican okay, tobacco. Try aging Freddy. room cigars from boutique blends. Some things... Are better aged. Some are not. Oh my God! I just realized rusty trombone could have two meanings. You yeah. gotta be f- kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, old Five Freddy. Yeah, it's a little risque. He doesn't think he's saying anything wrong. But our friends at Aging Room, anyway. So Pro Cigar Festival. This is uh, the festival that uh, is done in the Dominican Republic this year. The dates are set: February 16th through 21. This is the seventh year. It was formed in 1992. Eight companies in the Dominican Republic getting together. I went and enjoyed it last year. Uh, if you're interested in doing that, you can find them. Uh, ProCigarFestival.com. We got another shooter. We have another shooter. We'll step aside. Pull it away, my man. This is uh, means they're, uh, and I think he's getting all the fixings there, too. He's getting all the fixings. Yeah, it means he bought the right box of cigars. Whitey is going to be happy with that. You're going to go home and be a hero. He's he's bowling it. Yeah, use the handle. Oh, perfect. Right down the lane. Oh, that's a Couldn't That's how it's done, done, my man. That's yeah. how you do it. Take it down. We got one more. And one more. We got one behind Woo! them. Okay. Now you're talking. Bowling frozen turkeys. It's turkey bowling here, and uh, we look forward yeah. to this every year, and people uh, going home. And you know what they do at Thanksgiving dinner? They talk about their experience yeah. here yeah. at the store, and that... Um, they're enjoying the turkey, and we don't it's give them, we don't give them the one that they bowl because it gets very bruised up. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really smashed up uh, by the end of uh, the day today. Sure, but, but you got it wrapped up over there with like some duct tape on it and stuff too. Yeah, you know what I mean. We should, duct tape will fix anything. You know, we should cook that one, and yeah. the day after Thanksgiving have uh, turkey soup or something. There it is. Perfect. Another one. I think Home everyone run. is winning. It's yeah. Everyone's a winner. They're already a winner if they're here hanging That's out right. with us. You're already winning. And we have smoking Jer- good cigars. We have Jeremy Sores from My Father's Cigars. Get we, it. we smoked the Fleur de La Santillas Above first. the rim. And now we're smoking the uh, La Duena. La Duena. Back to back. Phenomenal cigars. Bing and bang. Wrap it so, up. You know what I mean? Truthfully, Chuck, which yeah. one do you like the best? Um, Be honest. Honestly, I like the first one. I like the, uh, help me with the pronunciation, Jeremy. Four. De las Antillas. You want the A to Antillas. Antillas. Flor de las Antillas. Flor de las Antillas. Yes, the flower of the Antilles Islands. Yeah. I, I, and I'm going to stick with my original thing. I like, and that's your right yeah, to enjoy I like that, the, that much. And, and nothing, nothing bad. No slights. No, nothing well, bad. I mean, it's, it's Great cigar, a, but you got to pick one as, as your favorite. And, you are and, uh, and I'm surprised because, Dave, you're more of a, uh, a, a mild to medium smoker, yeah. and I found the Laduania to be a little stronger. It is. But I'll tell you, Broadleaf has a great smoky oh. taste to it. Man. Um, yeah. I can't get past it. I mean, I, I like it, and, and it's something that I go back to. There'll be a day I come in, and I just have to have that. It's like steak have, off yeah. the grill. Yeah. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It's little, meaty. I like it. Shod. I'm going to, because I have three cigars going, yeah. using <laughs> using the same broadleaf, I'm going to relight my Jaime Garcia Reserva Especial. Also, very amazing price point, great flavor, dynamic, and balanced. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's you know a, what I mean? And uh, that's Jaime the Sun. 
That is correct, though. So we have the father, the son, and the daughter, and you have one of each of their cigars going at the same time. The Holy Trinity. Kids, don't try this at home. This yeah, is for professionals yeah. only. You don't try three cigars at the same time until you get years of experience under your belt. Not easy for one family to bang out three hits like that. Let no, me tell it you. is not. And they've had hit after hit, that's for sure. Bang. You, you got any uh, secret stuff that you want to share with Spill us? Spill it, Jeremy. Or, Come or on. To find secret, exactly. Something that nobody knows yet, and we get to kind of like break the news. We or call something. it a scoop. Yeah, we will look a scoop. It's always good to give us a scoop. The heck with the yeah. big magazines or the No, no, the I'm, bloggers, I'm with you. But give it to the poor, lonely cigar uh, authority radio show trying to make a mark in the cigar industry. We'll put you on the map. Yeah, you know, well, or you could put me in the frying pan. You right, that right. Way. You could put me in the map or I could be in the oven with the turkey, right? right? So let's just say that um, in the coming year, in yes. 2014, you're going to be surprised with some of the changes that you'll find from uh, – You'll see some of the other companies moving and trying to get some kind of infrastructure dialed in in Nicaragua. You'll see that happening. Uh, you might be surprised to see. And, uh, you know, you'll find... So is that saying that uh, Pepin Garcia will be making cigars for other people? No, no, no. I'm not talking oh. about us. I'm just saying in general when okay. you hear some of these oh, other folks. obviously. They're all doing it. I well, mean, Davidoff started off with Davidoff Nicaraguan, later followed yeah. by La Gloria Cubana, later followed by Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. You know, it's like Nicaragua never existed. I Everything mean, all of a sudden, like an Ecuador Habano, just like my father, yes, Rapper, right. Aurelio, 98, Vizos and Seikos. But they don't taste the same. No, they don't. They put the same ingredients, but a great uh, chef who has the same ingredients n- makes a better product. Yeah. That's all there is to it. We're, I think you'll we're find- all going to make turkeys this Thanksgiving, but somebody's turkey is going to taste better than the Above others. Above and beyond. Yeah, right some on. guys Yeah, some guys are better at cooking the turkey. You could use the same exact kind of brand. Yeah. You all use yeah. the butterball turkey, but somebody's tastes better than the others. Yep. How? No, I'm, I'm actually curious to um, this year to go to our sales meeting and see what's coming in the coming, you know what I mean? Which will be January? Yeah. I'll be really pleased to see, all right, what's the next one? What are we going to do? What are some of our changes? What are some of the things that, you know, we feel that we could improve or do differently or whatever? So I'm, I guess I could say the right answer, the scoop, would be to stay tuned because I'll have more information in the coming months. But And you'll break it here first. Well, yes. if you like. If it makes you happy, we I'll come would. back. Yeah, I'll reserve yes. my slot yes. now. Tell Jonathan to stay home that day. Let or you could call us right from the meeting. Or that. We could do a video feed on Skype. That's I'll, it. I'll bring my iPad. We could Skype it up. No, I'll just uh, I'll just say that I'm pleased, um, not just with my company or my organization, but more and more people are trying to really sharpen up their skill and really elevate their standard and raise the bar. So for that reason, you'll find many refreshing Things coming in the current, you know what I mean. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, that's that's the, that's the uh, uh, you, get, you get nothing. That's the Belichick <laughs> press conference. Right, that's answer. exactly what it is. That's kind of the little Belichick safe route, just in case you know. Yeah. That's... Are you going to the game tomorrow, Dave? Am I going to the game tomorrow? Yeah, I thought you were going to the Patriots game. You're going to are you going to a football game? Aren't you coming up? No. Oh, I thought you were. No, I wasn't. Uh, you were in Tampa. I was in Tampa. That's Tam- already Tampa, heard. My, that was a Monday night. Yeah, they take past all Monday. Stuff. Yeah, that was Monday um, Veterans Day Monday. Okay. Yeah. So uh, hey, it's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. All Recluse cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse cigar today. Okay, so I look for the best tweets I saw all week. Here they are. Hell has free Wi-Fi, but no outlets for phone charges. That's good. That's good. 
save the date. Somebody is trying to ruin it by having a wedding. That's, oh, that's what it should also say on the yeah, invitation man. Tough. The tabloids would have a field day if Billy Joel ever actually started a fire. Who'll start the fire, Billy he's, Joel? You know, he's pretty awesome. Yeah. Tell you. And he writes his own songs, by the way. I just Facebooked unfriend someone on their birthday. Ouch. Yeah, that hurts. That that's hurts. That's a good thing. And the best tweet I saw all week. Some people get athlete's foot. I get Twitter butt. Ah. And those are the tweets I saw all week. Today's social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars. Rolled and two bar. The old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw. Every time. Every and two bar. Is that how you roll some cigars? And two bars? <laughs> Yeah, which is so the optimal amount of air can pass through the cigar so they're constructed right, not constricted, all that stuff. Instead of folding them like an accordion, Correct. you roll in little tubes, and that's and that's how you bunch it together. Way. Correct. That is the old Cuban way. Correct. It's not the way everybody does it, though. That is not the way everybody right. does it. And the other thing that some folks might do, they might uh, pay their rollers, but it's time for break almost. They might pay their rollers on production or buy the piece or whatever. It's just not our deal. You don't want, you know, a thousand turds off one table. Right. We'd rather have 200 gems. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. That's right. the way you got to look at no it. No hurry. Do it right. So Less everyone draws. Make it, yeah, make them right. Absolutely. And we don't have draw testing machines in my place. We don't need them. Just, just make them right yeah, the first Yeah, just make place. them right the first time. <laughs> Be, just get go. trained properly immediately. That's the answer. There we go. Let's go to break. All right. What's the outro, though? We've got a good one? We've got a good song lined I, up? I yet? don't know. When we come back, uh, what's in a trademark? Fidel Castro is still trying to protect his cigar brand names. But the Canadians, of all people, uh, say no. And that's because of Homer Simpson. Whoa. We'll talk about that. We'll peek into the asylum and tell you what's so special about next year's show when we return. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Let's and you're listening it. to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio it's Network. Excellent. Hey. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is 
me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www www.cigarjournal.co That's cigarjournal.co I'll sign up today. What am I supposed to say again? Freddie, for the last time, this is Old Fart Freddie, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Yeah, like he said, uh, this is Old Fart Freddie, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United... What? One more time. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Network. There, that ought to hold the best. There it is. Would you call me? Old Fat Freddy. We're bowling turkeys here in Seabrook, New Hampshire. It's turkey bowling. Turkeys. And we got uh, Jeremy Soares, My Father Cigars, Don Pepin Cigars, and we're smoking the Lithuania this hour. And uh, I like it. Mm. I like the smoky taste to it. Effortless good. straw, great construction, it is. good flavor. Really a tremendous offering. It is good. And um, they, uh, Cigar Aficionado, chose the first cigar, Flor de... Flor de las Antillas. Las Antillas. Uh-huh. They do the Spanish they words. La... I can't say them well. Flor de las Antillas. Flor de las Antillas. Yeah. Um, they do it, uh, the top 25 cigars of the year, and yep. they chose it as number one. 96 point rated. 96. Slide. 96. No 96. 
Um, they start the countdown this year. They're going to do it a little early. Starts Monday, December 16th on cigarafficionado.com. December 16th, they'll unreveal... Uh, unveil cigar number 10987 and 6 Wow! Uh, on Monday. On Tuesday, December 17th, they will have 5432. And finally, on Wednesday, December 18th, they say after months of deliberation. So they've been deliberating for months, which tells me it's not something that came out real soon, real uh, last minute. Mm-hmm. It will be the 2013 Cigar of the Year. I would make a wager. You want some scoop? I want to yes. guess. You want to guess? Well, I'm going to make a wager that not. I'm not going to pick a particular cigar, but what I would wager with confidence is that from the trade show. Well, I, really, that's halfway through the year. It's not like I'm making some big bold rip. Yeah. I bet you that 65 percent of the list is stuff that have, has been unveiled since IPCPR. Okay, hmm. as it should. I mean, it should be stuff of this year. Yeah. They have in the past actually come out with cigars that were years before. Mm-hmm. And my problem with that is, why isn't The Godfather going to be the movie of the year this year? Yeah, the car of the year is really like good. the 1967 Ferrari. Right, because yeah. Yeah. it was really good. Yeah, yeah. But the, the whole idea of the cigar of the year mm-hmm. would be that, that year. You know, it's the best thing that came out that year. Yep. You know, you could you could call it the rookie of the year or whatever you wanted to call it, but um, if it would be the cigar of that year, it would have to be sure. of that year. I, um, so I hope they at least stick to that. I know they haven't in the past. I hope they stay away from Cuban cigar brands, even if there was a great one out there. It's well, there's a, a lot of high. Listen, I don't know how much you go through the magazine. There's a lot of 93, 92 rated Cuban stuff in there. But, however, out of my factory... I saw the there Robusto, are, man, right, right next to it. Well, that was 92 rated, the yeah. Dumpapine Blue Label Robusto, but also El Centurion, 93 rated, got good watermarks, and, you know, Casey Johnson. And, and that is going to be something, I know El Centurion came out before, came out as a limited release, and it was Well, that was in 2007. That okay. was different, correct. Now, this is a... This is regular production. Is it the same cigar? No, not at all. Not even close. Not at all. Completely well, just call the same thing. Same name, yep. Okay, so... Same it, name. It would qualify. It would qualify. And probably... And probably another one that'll be a top 25 cigar is the Atelier Lat 56, 94 rated this year. Well, another Atelier, which came out uh, previous years. Well, different one, though. This is this year. All right. The Lat 56 is this year. All right. Just because a company launches a brand in 2011 doesn't mean they don't make a new one for 2012 or 2013. So Lat 56, Casey, Pete, Dan Casper, you guys are going to be right in there. You think they're going to be in the top 10? Both of those items will be in the top ten, you think? I think they'll both be in the top 25, but top 25, I, know, okay. I know that my factory will have ample representation and more than likely we'll always have a top ten cigar like we always do. Somewhere because right. you make Somewhere there'll be one in there. Yeah. Yeah, leading with the jab. You know, give them one. A, Wouldn't it be something? Back. Two in a row. Back oh, to back. Oh, back to back. Well, there's really not a lot of people that are as deserving, so yeah. it'd be great. Either way. So we'll see. We'll see how. But it. every now and again they throw an oddball in there like this one, blah, 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 whatever, and you're like, ugh. So either way, yeah. Either way, they listen. Not it's an just easy task. fun going through it anyway. Yeah, and you know what? Beating it up and saying they everybody got this has one an right. opinion, and All we right. can criticize or say whatever we want. But you can't imagine that that's an easy task either. Trying to say like in our opinion because it's just their opinion. Right. In our opinion, these are the best offerings because somebody says, "Oh, well, why wasn't this considered?" Well, I don't know. Well, your, opi- maybe they didn't your like opinion it. has just gone up dramatically because you are a co-host right now on the Cigar Authority. 
the other you are the authority. Respect my authority. Yeah, respect my authority. Respect my authority. There we go. I'm not new to this. Come there on. There we go. You know what I mean? Hey, it's time to take a peek into the asylum, Chuck. If you're ready, What's news that? from the asylum brought to you by Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. That's also pretty dark. <laughs> yeah. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Is that where Jonathan's broadcasting cigars? from? Yep. Take no He's on location. In the Truly asylum. flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right. That's Asylum. Alan Markovich, the owner of the world's most successful gentleman's club, moved into a home right next door to his ex-wife. An ex-wife that he caught cheating on him with another man. To show his true feelings and support about the encounter, he erected a bronze monument of an eight-foot-high middle finger on his patio, pointing directly at at his cheating neighbors. A judge sided with Markovich's First Amendment right to free speech and issued a court order that the statue stay as long as its owner would like. Don't hate the player. Hate the giant middle finger pointed at your house, you cheating that's Jeez. insane. That's Asylum. And by the Brought way. to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 uh-huh. to the insane 6x80. Great. That's insane. That's Asylum. They're coming to take me away. I also know yeah. that that dude, he has that thing, like, lit up at night. So even when, like, you know, the sun goes down, he's got lights pointed right on it. So it's like he polishes it. I read it on, like, Twitter or MSNBC yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's crazy. She must have been on the pole before that anyway, right? That's well, uh, where he owned on. the gentleman's oh, club. Yeah. Where'd she come from? Yeah, what do you think? He found her at a library? Right. Found Maybe. her at a book fair? Come on. So, Maybe. Uh, who knows? Maybe. She you know what she can League, do? She right? can move. Hey. Hey. How about that? Well, she probably also divorced him and got half the money. I'm sure if he yeah. owns like 11 strip clubs, well, he's loaded. So yeah. good so for she, her. She got the money and she's yeah, probably... She's he's working. very upset. Yeah, he's bummed out. <laughs> he's bummed out. Whatever. Move on. Yeah. He has a... Uh, how do you say this? He has a wealth of opportunity to pick another one, right? He's probably not bored. Absolutely. So next week, we're giving away a bottle of Louis Trey. Louis XIII. Uh, we got Stephen Adib from Via Havana coming in as we celebrate Winston Churchill's birthday this next week. Stud. Now you're talking. And, and uh, while, while we're thinking of Winston Churchill, um, JFK. Oh. Uh, yesterday was the big day, 50th anniversary um, of uh, the assassination he was of only him, forty-six years old when yeah. he passed, right? Wow! No, when he became president. Oh, he became president. He's forty-six. So maybe forty-eight. 48. Were you alive, Dave, when he was uh, assassinated? I was. Do you remember where you were? No. Uh, I was little. I was yeah. only uh, two, three years old. No kidding. But we had to get in the car because we were from Massachusetts and very uh, into JFK. Yeah. And we had to go down Irish to the Catholic cemetery. Italian. Yeah, of course. So yeah. we had to drive as the family trip and Would go you down go from, there. like Everett to Malden or something, say yeah. a prayer, you know what I mean? No, we drove down to Washington and went to the monument. Oh, no oh, kidding. Into that thing. And uh, I got carsick and I, uh, I threw up there. So that's my claim to fame. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, you added some value to yeah, that. Yeah. Outstanding. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's what you had to do. But that was uh, 50 years ago, yep. yesterday. Wow. That's and a he, long time, he was man. a big cigar smoker. Uh, he, yeah, uh, you know, created the embargo that still continues to this day. 
But uh, before yeah. he did that, he sent his uh, P.S. Allinger out there to buy a whole bunch of cigars. Load so, me up, So please. he was loaded up. And, uh, yeah. Is this humidor still intact, or is that, like, This humidor is owned by uh, Marvin Shankin, yeah. cigar aficionado, bought it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Filled? Yeah. No. Empty. It was empty, but... Uh, he owned some other stuff from that lot as well. Yeah? Yeah. You, yeah. Know, what that, you know what that went for? Yeah, I don't remember. 500000 I think it was almost $600,000. Yeah. Yeah. His humidor. Yeah. 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 It's pretty awesome. And I, I haven't, I seen it when he bought it and they brought it to the, um, the trade show for everybody to see. Yeah. But I guess it sits right in the uh, in their offices. Uh, That's right great. There, That's so. what I love. You know what uh, I mean? Those it, guys are good dudes. Yeah. Good for you guys, man. That's great. So uh, there's, uh, there's lots going on in the cigar world. First off, I want to tell you that uh, the Hawaii Council voted 9-0 to zero on Wednesday to raise the minimum age in Hawaii for purchasing tobacco from 18 to 21. Wow. The vote came only one day after New York. Michael Bloomberg uh, did the same thing in the world's largest city, yep. um, New York City. Did they pass it in New York? They did. So uh, yeah, they make it tough. On and them out there. Wow. we understand Washington D.C. is going to follow next. Uh, retailers who sell tobacco products to people under 21 in those uh, cities and states will face a $500 fine for the first offense, reaching $2,000. Uh, I have such that. a beef with this. Oh my Me god! Too. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Do you think anybody from Hawaii, D.C., New York that's 18 years old we got to shoot on list? And go serve their country right. and protect our freedoms. Can't smoke a cigar. Can't have a it's cigar. Insane. Right? Up. You're up. I'm up. We got a bowler here. Uh, the bill co- covers any tobacco product uh, for human consumption, including electronic That's smoking devices. That's where it's coming from, just so you know. That yeah. hookah. Um, and um, Hawaii uh, joins Needham and Canton, Massachusetts. And that another was a strike. Right with authority. Take it down. It with was authority. Authority. Yeah. Authority. It was uh, two local cities, Needham, Massachusetts, and Canton, Massachusetts. Oh, Provaca. He's out there getting right. smacked around. He's Jeremy. a good guy. You grew up in Canton? Yeah. yeah. Good. I lived in Sharon for a time in the uh, early 80s. Nice. Yeah. Well, Canton's uh, letting uh, me down right now. Sharon's yeah. another one of those cities. Get uh, it. They were the first ones with the no smoking Get laws. It. Dry and, County. And, and, uh, Don't do anything. That's why I live in New Hampshire now. Yeah, good for you. Needham, 2005. They raised their, their smoking laws in that city. Not a state law, but a city law in 2005. You know what's funny? I, I think I was telling it's you. It's not you, funny. It's sad. No, no. It's really sad because, you know, really people, and again, this has always been my beef, and this has gone on for a while. Take away, you know, the fact that you employ these guys, that this is how I feed my family. Take all that out of the equation. The real fundamental issue is that your rights and liberties That's it. are at stake. It's That's not it. even about the cigars. No. It's not about e hookahs, cigarette, none of that. You got somebody at a town council. Come on. You can fight in a war, but you can't you, buy a cigar. But that'd be me? a break. If you ever gone, obviously you've gone to many factories and you see, go to my factory. And when they blow the, you know, Fred Flintstone style lunch bell and you see all these people walk out to go eat. Beautiful people, right? Living in a very, very poor region of the world yeah but they make their living producing these things right what you're saying indirectly is that that guy's job's not important we don't care about this segment you're talking about hundreds of thousands of lives that are being impacted by this oh yeah but they don't look at it that way and an unfortunate thing is is that you gauge premium cigars in the same spotlight as you would like say philip morris this is like the difference between um like a a remy like a high-end spirit 
This is not Anheuser-Busch. An 18-year-old about. kid, listen, the point is that 18-year-old kid probably doesn't want the product anyway. Right. There's, there's countries out there that don't have drinking ages, and they have no drinking problems because it's not a big deal. Right. What you are doing here now is going to create the oh, yeah. want to have it. Desire. You're going to have a 20-year-old kid, mm-hmm. man, yep. it's not even yeah, a kid, no, a 20-year-old man. man that wants yeah. a cigar more than he ever did because you told him now he can't have That's it. That's right. Good Good luck. Luck. So you're creating a big, big problem. Supply there. and demand. You take away the supply, what happens to the demand? Spikes. Oh, God. Boom. Boom. Through the roof. So, uh, listen, it's catching on, and, and uh, you know, no, it was uh, too Massachusetts to start it, but now Bloomberg got lots of attention, and you're going to see states starting to chip away at it. And that's yeah, what's going to Why? Come on! But they did it. They did receive a victory. Just so you know, this is the one they're happy about in New York. Just so you know, legally, now you can smoke outdoors in a park. Oh, they, oh wow! Oh wow! This is what we're celebrating. Let's celebrate that one, though. Hey, we can go to a park and we sit got, on a we, bench because we don't outside. have a lot to celebrate. That's Woo! what we're gonna do. Lucky you! Unbelievable, right? That's the victory. They got to turn these things it's around. It's really comical. You got Fidel Castro now fighting for his Cohiba trademark name once again. Uh, this time, he's fighting with Canada. Uh huh. Um, and um, that guy knows how to hold a grudge, man. Let me tell you, huh? <laughs> right. He's good at it. It's not in in Canada. He's not fighting for it as a cigar, but there's a uh, trademark out there for Lazaro Cohiba uh, rum. And um, Fidel Castro uh, says no, that uh, Cohiba name is uh, to be used for cigars only. Uh, The folks at Habanos. Habanos, um, That the evidence that they brought forward, which is pretty weird, that um, the evidence that Madam Justice Schneider uh, said that the strength of the evidence was based, that there's no doubt that Cohiba is referred to as a cigar in that word only because it showed up on the Simpsons television show. Wow. Hank Azera, all the money. That guy. I wish we had some Simpsons voices. Can you do, like, throw a Homer Simpson <laughs> soundbite on there? <laughs> know, right? All the money, that guy. Imagine that. So they're looking at that. do do uh, yeah. So that's the evidence. Imagine going, going to a Simpsons. Yeah, how's this sound? TV How about show? we develop the oil sands in Canada and build the pipeline and get cheaper gas here already? Yeah. Build a refinery. Enough already. Uh, 2014, I think we have to overturn all this mess that's happening and let people do what they want to do. And yeah. I don't, I don't want to preach, it? but, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. It's enough. And enough You're going to tell somebody pretty soon, like, hey, by the way, you're not allowed to be a window washer because you could fall off of this thing. Or you shouldn't sell mayonnaise because of trans fats or, you know what I mean? It's no, like you a, can only buy five candy bars, for example. Who knows? Whatever. How many ounces you can drink. Right. How much thing you can do. In the meanwhile, you're legalizing marijuana. Hey, you got you got a serious drug problem in the United States that's going on. This is a magician saying, pay no attention to what's happening in my Look left hand. Look at this hand. hand. Right. Look at this Pay hand. no attention yeah, to this while, while we're going we're gonna to end up doing this. Crazy. Pay attention to that. In the meantime, this country is going to crap. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So, it's pretty uh, bad. And this is what your your newborn is going to, you know, this is not going to be our problems. No. This is going to be uh, the next generation's problems. Um, and um, they can vote. They can go to war. Yeah. Uh, don't, right. don't Start a family, buy a house, yeah. buy a car, get a loan. Hey, just not that. It's pretty sad, right? You yeah. can make all these adult decisions. Yeah. But it, it's it's... Uh, it's really keeping it G-rated here because yeah, no, we're on no. the airways. But. Yeah, we got to be respectful, but it is a hot button issue, right? It's terrible. Yeah, it's, it's and pretty that, And now, it, and of course, they attach it to fines and things like that because it's yeah. a rev- revenue builder. Yeah, almost. hit them in their pocket. Yeah. That's where it hurts the most, right? Yeah. So it's sad. Yeah. Everything's about uh, 
getting more revenue. We're, we're, we're fighting in the state of New Hampshire also. They're looking uh, for taxation. It's a nonstop battle that happens here, too. Uh, cigar shops are, uh, you know, do you open another store? If I was interested in opening another store, do I end up doing it in New Hampshire when they, they, uh, they have the fountain pen out and they're ready to write new laws? They can't wait. They want to, uh, yeah. Not going to happen. Right. Not so. this Won't allow it. No. Yeah. Yeah. United. These retailers here. Yeah, please get united. Please get united because uh, united we stand, divided we fall. And a rising tide raises all vessels, so everybody has a common goal regardless. But that's it. Competition aside, competitors, whatever, everybody, we're in it together. Yeah. Yeah. So how are we doing on time, Chuck? We're okay? Just over two minutes. All right. Should be here in the bumper any second. So the end of the show. Yeah. Well, can I just say real quick? Yes. Life's a breeze when you're Portuguese. Yes, it is. Take that one. Hey, thank you for doing this. You did a great My job. Pleasure. I think you could jump in anytime. Uh, any time is a seat. Yeah. So uh, there's a warm chair here for me. What do I got to say? You know what I mean? I like it. It's good. You did I, well. You did very well. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. I left it all in the field here. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't slanderous towards anyone either. No. Very friendly. It was accommodating. No, no squares. No a lot of fire. There's no bad cigars. I dodged the question in a Belichick fashion. I'm yeah, proud of that. Thank you. Go. There we Yay go. Yay, me. Uh, next week, we will be in the Christmas buying season. Woo! Come because, buy my brother's uh, cigars. Uh, how about a bottle of Louis the Thirteenth Cognac, $3,000 bottle? Uh, we'll have Stephen Adib on. Can I, I make a, Can I make an interjection? Yeah. Whoever wins that thing, the right thing to do is to crack it right there and share it with the guys. Wouldn't that be nice? That's uh, the right thing to do. Uh, Come on. Stephen will be with us. He's the founder and owner of Via Havana Cigars. Uh, we'll be celebrating Winston Churchill's birthday with cognac. Yep. So we're going to do a little drinking shot. All right. So bring yeah. your uh, feedback with Put you, your whatever. Shoes on. Yeah. Uh, next week we'll be live here back in Two Guys Smoke Shop in Seabrook, New Hampshire. Uh, this Excellent. week coming up, we got Thanksgiving this Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody out there. Give thanks. Black Friday is the day after that. We have Saturday, which is uh, Small Store Saturday or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Small Business Saturday. Small Business yeah. Saturday. Yeah. You go to a brick and mortar store, That's you take right. care of them. Yeah. Sunday's going to be uh, Orange Sunday, medium size. I don't know. They, they got yeah. different names and things for, for each uh, day of the week that's coming up. But it is uh, Christmas season. It's a short season this year. Go out there. Take care of your brick-and-mortar stores. Give them the business. Stay yeah. offline. Help these guys out. Yeah. Get the economy going. Thanks, everybody, for listening this week and every week on the Cigar Authority. You're on, the authority. On the United Cigar Radio Respect Network. It. My father cigars. There we go. cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. 
They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, Stogie. 